This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What is up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. It is episode 564 of the Working Class Bowhunter. Curtin here. Eric. Austin. We're doing the intros. Uh, We've been doing the intros separate from the actual uh, episode recordings because of trade show season. Trade show season kind of... Fucks up our whole deal. So does. store shipping is a little delayed. Yeah, uh, response hey, to give messages. Me a break. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cut me break. Uh, damn it. Response to messages is delayed. We apologize for that. Uh, but we're doing our best. We're trying to hustle a small business here and that's right. Chase this dream of ours. So after this weekend, it'll all be kind of back to normal. So, so. sort of. Sort There's of. a bleed over <laughs> period, but we're we will get there. Um, what's going on this weekend? So this is a Thursday morning. Happy Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. We will be all weekend. The Illinois Deer Classic in Peoria, Illinois at the Civic Center. We will be there and we're doing a big giveaway. If you come up, show your subscribe, scan our QR code. We get you in this giveaway. Um, tons of prizes from mm-hmm. a, a bunch of our great partners. Um, we'll draw that here in a few weeks. Uh, we're also doing a giveaway. If you go to wherever you listen, you write a review Give you a review, and at the end, say something about Doug's mustache so we know it's an entry, and we're going to pick a winner. Uh, we'll probably pick a couple winners from that giveaway to win some stuff. Um, Eric, you got some new merch? Yep, we got some new new hoodies out, the uh, lightweight hoodies for springtime or fall time, whichever one you want to look at it. But Big fan. Nice dark gray shirt with the Jumpin' Buck uh, logo on it, so Ooh. just came out with them last week, and everyone at the Wisconsin show got to see those first, and... Yeah, we sold the shit out of them. So if you got successful it. test run. That's right. So which means more coming. That's right. Um, what else? What's going on? Uh, Deercast. We do have a code for Deercast right now, and there's a loophole package giveaway. Go to Deercast.com for your new membership or your renewal and use code WC10. Save yourself a little bit of money on some deer. And that's elite and unlimited membership uh, only. Uh, also, we have... The Victory Drive podcast is our new firearms podcast hosted by Jacob Johnson. Everything, firearms, military, police, tactical, everything you can think of that involves a firearm or whatever, that's on the Victory Drive. 
that's on its own separate channel. So a lot of people are like, oh, I've been hearing about it, but I haven't seen it. Right. You have to actually search Victory Drive podcast, and you'll see Jacob on the cover right there with a rifle looking all tough. Like also, he- going to that, I made a test hat for him this weekend, and he loved it. So we might, I might run a few of those, and that'll be on the Working Class Boner store website. So yep, nice. be able to find those there. I'm trying to think of what else news and updates. Um, I don't know. We're a couple of weeks out. We're going to be getting caught up. Actually, I kind of like being ahead of schedule with our recordings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to do these intros like the week of launch, so it's relevant, but uh doesn't always work out that way. We filled both the bare spots, I believe. I think both of those filled pretty quick. Um, so yep. shout out to you guys that uh, requested some more information on it. So that's exciting. Um, and we got some fun episodes coming down the pipe here in the next couple of weeks. But uh, this podcast was a ton of fun. Uh, different podcast than we've done in the past. Different subject matter than what um, our listeners are normally used to. At the end, I get sort of sinister with my humor. Um, so you've been warned here. <laughs> it happens. Uh, I, like the next day I wake up from those and I'm like, ah, man, was that too harsh? And then I always end up like, ah, I'm going to edit some stuff. And I'm like, nah, it was all right. It's fine. It'll be It'll fine. Be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so just a heads up on that. Um, that's how I entertain my, my own brain. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery, EliteArchery.com. Winner of the year, uh, 2023 Best Value Bow, um, Best Compound Bows for the Money by Outdoor Life. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the next era of carbon bows, the new era is out. I've uh, just got ours in. I don't have mine set up. i uh, got the Omnia rocking. So exciting stuff with Elite. I think the best looking carbon bow in the game. Oh, absolutely. Personally. I think it's sexy. Personally, I think it is. Uh, but check out Elite Archery. The Omni is a zinger. Uh, I'm taking that baby bear hunting. Yes, sir. So looking forward to that. The Terrain won the uh, best value bow, also, for the record. Pretty cool. Six ninety nine MSRP. 7-inch brace height. 32 and a half axle axle. I'm having no mercy on the turkeys this spring. You're going after them, huh? I'm talking about 70 pounds and a moose arrow going <laughs> through my turkeys. Hey, it'll kill them. It's going to do the job. You kill a fucking ostrich with that son of a bitch. Might not find the arrow, but it's going to kill them. <laughs> right. Right. You could shoot an ostrich. It could happen. Uh, the podcast also brought to you by Big Time. That's We're talking right. code WCB2023 at BigTime.com. And it's time to be think- thinking about some spring plots. Uh, more specifically, if you're going to do Borderline or not. Um, I have some new game plans for Borderline. Yeah. Um, Borderline is an annual uh, seed, basically to line out your food plots, property lines. Uh, you can plan it for bedding. Um, that would actually be kind of fun to plan a whole plot of it for bedding. Um, but there's food in it as well. Um, check out Borderline. Austin, you got any special Borderline plans this spring? I do. I'm going to expand on what I usually do, which is quite a bit. I, I just love that product. Um, security is my big thing. I've got a lot of plots. It's just hard to get big equipment in and out of the timber. So a lot of my plots are kind of in these bigger fields. And just to make the, the deer feel more secure, I like using Borderline. It just kind of closes everything in, makes them feel nice and secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I'm excited to kind of play with that i have some new ideas that i'll have to go i went over them with joe at the wisconsin show i'm like hey man here's what i'm thinking here's a beautiful thing about deer cast maps they're super fucking updated so i can see all my borderline on the map yep and i showed joe i sat down with them i'm like this is what i did last year this is what i want to do this spring what do you think and he's like damn i might do that too yep so I'll have to run them by you and see if I can get a double thumbs up awesome. on these. This is my first tier. I'll be running it. Finally got a property where I can put a decent-sized plot in, so I'm going to... It's exciting. It's an old 
old uh, cow pasture, so I got to borderline some of it off because it's just a wide open area. But Link canvas, baby. That's right. That's right. I'm excited because uh, I'm going to bomb Austin's drill off of him. <laughs> He's got a casco drill. We'll put it to work. Yeah. <laughs> just make the circuit when you're on your way to the Iowa farm. Stop by a new mine, would you? We'll just have a work weekend and just kind of make the loop. That'd be fun. Yeah. Farm work's fun, man, in general. But that Casco drill's a slick bitch, huh? I love it. I went with a little bit bigger one. Mine's an eight foot, so it's a little heavier, but I've got a 75 horse tractor. I run with it, and it, I do a lot with that Casco. It's nice. Mm-hmm. They make uh, little ATV setups, too, yep. which is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. A little four foot wide yep. or compact tractor setups. But anyway, check out the Big Time Borderline. That's the featured. I guess blend, if you will, for the week. Uh, code WCB2023. We're also talking Huntworth Gear. Huntworthgear.com. Code WCB15. Do you, this is a perfect time to dabble in a new lineup of gear or additional gear, especially coming into turkey season with warmer weather. If you want to try some of the more lightweight stuff, the the lightweight pants and some of the midweight stuff from Huntworth is awesome. they got solids. Brown, gray, olive green, um, and tarnin, uh, whatever whatever camo pattern you like. We normally refer to tarnin, but um, all sorts of light and midweight gear that you can get yourself into to try out the Huntworth line and use code WCB15. We think you like it. We get to see some new secret stuff on the way, too. I'm just pretty pumped about that. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Old Barn Taxidermy. Ooh, I can show you guys some sneak peeks here. So Sam is mounting my mountain lion. Ooh. And Linda sent me some uh, sneak peek videos. Check this baby out. Some updates. So this is uh, Sam putting the skin on my lion. The hide, the cape. He's taxiing the dermy. So Man, I, that's going to be wicked. I like the form I chose. Sam talked me into that. Well, he didn't really talk me into it. He showed me what he thought would look cool. But check this out. So this is the other I'd one. I take his word for it. Yeah, you can't not believe Sam and Linda if they think something's cool. This is him. He's like setting the face. He's got. He's doing the nose and setting the ears and stuff. It's gonna so be pretty. Cool, yeah, it's gonna be wild. They kill it, man. Old barn taxidermy. I think the best in the biz. I think they. They are the best in the biz. They have changed the taxidermy experience. You know, like a lot of times you go into a taxidermy shop and you got a guy that looks like he doesn't even want to do it, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, you think that'd be a good idea? There's like the burnout of creativity is gone and yep. and Sam's still energetic and passionate about it. He's got a bunch of awesome girls that are working for him that are passionate and good at what they do. So I think as long as they have that old barn, it's going to take it to the moon, man. So we'll be hunting moon animals up there. <laughs> <laughs> moon creatures? Coming soon, moon creatures at Old Barn Taxidermy. <laughs> uh, the podcast is also brought to you by Novix Tree Stands. NovixOutdoors.com. The Raider Series is here. You can come to the Illinois Classic and see it and buy one because they're going to be there. Uh, right now they have the Raider Hang On Tree Stand. There's a pre-order. Save 70 bucks. Raider Hang On. They also have the ladder stand, uh, all aluminum ladder stand. Um, basically have the feel of a hang-on stand with the ladder. Yep. Um, and there's no mid-support bar for the ladder stand because it's quality and it's not going to fold it on you. And they also have the Raider Climbing Stick, which is a 20-foot attached stick. Um, that's $60 off right now on pre-order. Um, I'm really excited about that. Actually. I really do like those stick setups. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I like about the steps is they're, they're angled out from the tree. So you're not just rubber booting the bark all the way up, <laughs> but y'all been there, haven't you? Yeah. This is all aluminum 
Every product we produce is done so in the United States, giving you comfort and confidence in the blue-collar American quality. Don't have your tree stands dropped off by Chinese spy balloons. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? NovixOutdoors.com, and you can use code. What's our code? WCB10. Save yourself some money. Get some American-made shit and use it and then kill deer. Yep. It's an easy process, really. No brainer. No brainer. And MB. That's what we like to call that. Noxoutdoors.com. Thanks to all our partners. Let's get on with it. Hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for being here. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi. I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the podcast this week. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being here. Kurt Geyer speaking. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. And guest of the week, Mr. Joe Hartley from Mangy Dog TV. Thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You're uh, you're gonna get right into the mix here, the WCB crew. You're a very uh, calm, demeanored guy, and I think you have to be for the type of hunts you do because right away we hit the play button on your videos as we have been liking to do lately. Like play the videos, interview the guy, and right away me and Austin look at each other like it's fucking badass. It's <laughs> just fucking crazy. <laughs> so um, first of all, getting into the mix. Wherever you're listening, please give us a review, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever, and then we're still doing the giveaway. If you want to go in there at the end of the review, say something nice or not so nice about Doug's mustache. It better be nice. And we'll pick a winner for, we'll do a couple swag packs, maybe we'll do something else. Maybe. Maybe we'll get big time to throw in some stuff as well. We appreciate you guys have already gave a review. Thank you for that. If you're already listening and have not given a review, just please help us. It helps more than you know. Moving on to the show. Joe, who are you, man? Where are you from? Yeah, um, from Kentucky. And uh, you know, we just like call coyotes and started working in with the dogs last year and absolutely fell in love with it. You just started last year with the dogs? Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I didn't know. Um, I didn't realize that. Oh, I mean, we talk, We took a Cash the Weem out for quite a few years, but he's not really a decoy dog. He's just a... Well, well how, how long have you been... Like, I know you... You don't only hunt coyotes. I know that's going to be the main focus is coyote hunting on this video. But how long have you been hunting? Like, what did you start hunting? When did you get into coyote hunting? Yeah, uh, I grew up. I don't remember not hunting at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Small game, squirrels, deer, and pretty much my whole life. You know, I always liked coyotes. I always was intrigued by them, wanted to hunt them, but just didn't have the means when I was in high school and stuff. Yeah. uh, In the Army... It just kept on festering. I wanted to start coyote hunting. 
when I got out. I'm Thanks like, for your service. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. For your um, got out, moved up into Kentucky, and just started dabbling with it a little bit. Ended up accidentally killing Kyle off some public land, and was like, "Man, we uh, we need to take this serious." Mm-hmm. Just kind of dove in. It, it, coyote, hunting, coyote hunting is one of those things that we should probably all do it mm-hmm. as deer hunters, as turkey hunters, as small game hunters, especially Absolutely. like bird upland birds and stuff like that. But I just feel like we always talk about going, but we don't do it nearly as much as we should. Because let's be honest, they're a problem. They're a problem. There's you know other areas they're more of a problem. But do, I guess it's a question: Do you think they're a problem? Not for me, because. You like like coyotes, right? Most people don't have that attitude about them. Right. So a hot take on it is, you know, you're a deer hunter. Mm -hmm. You want to save your fawns, right? Exactly, yeah. So when do you need to kill those coyotes? Probably in the spring or in the fall or all all the time, probably. But most deer hunters are like, oh, well, I'm going to take the off season in the winter and kill these coyotes. Yeah. Because it's going to help the fawns. Yeah, like right now, like yeah. in, in February, March, April, maybe April, nobody really coyote hunts. You know, that's that's helping your deer. But if you're wanting to save your fawns, you need to coyote hunt when the fawns are on the ground. Hmm. You know, when those coyotes are raising pups. Yeah. When the fawns are a target. Yeah. You know, um, that's a good point. Summertime's off season too. So you guys need to start killing coyotes in the summer. Is for hardcore coyote guys. Do guys bless you, Eric? Whoa, Jesus! <laughs> Jesus came out of nowhere. Just, <laughs> the angels share there, come to the heavens. What the thing came out of nowhere? Demons are coming out of me. Um, do most coyote guys? Is it common to hunt them in the summer and in the spring, or is that is there like a controversial thing? Is is there in season and off season type thing for hardcore coyote guys? Because I know in Illinois it's three sixty five with about anything you want to shoot yeah. them with. Um, Depends on the people. You know, some guys will say you're ruining the sport. Well, what does that mean? um, You kill, let's say you kill a wet female in April. A wet female, so So, female with pups. Right, so the pup mortality is obviously going to be probably 100%. So that's going to affect your fall crop. Mm -hmm. Um, So some guys get really salty if they see dudes killing coyotes April, May, June. Hmm. And isn't it crazy to look at it from the other perspective? It is, because I never thought about the other perspective. I never thought I'd hear of a guy getting mad for killing a, a female to redu- to with pups. you know create more mortality. That's, we're kind of racist a little bit. We, are. <laughs> we, don't want them, yeah. we don't want them around. It's weird, you know, like from landowners' perspectives and like from deer hunters and stuff, you're like, well, let's just wipe them out. Um, well, I, I don't, well, not, not, I don't o- want them gone. Not overall, but you don't care if you don't have a fall crop. Right, yeah. right, and um, it doesn't feel like, to, from our perspective, from a, a mostly ninety nine point nine percent deer hunter's perspective, you can just kill, 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 and almost never put a dent in them. From our perspective, yeah, and that's in the big view of that's how it is because you got dispersal in the fall. So, like, if you kill every coyote off your farm, chances are in dispersal, new coyotes coming in. You're gonna have to break down that. Um, so I break down the year into like sub seasons and it affects how I hunt with, um, sounds I use and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So in the spring through summer, it's like denning season. You've got these coyotes raising pups and they're established around this denning site. And then in the fall, you've got dispersal where the coyote pups are mature. They start to branch out. Some people call it family breakup. Okay. Dispersal. And then in the winter is just winter time. And then you've got breeding season. Where it's like the rut, but for coyotes. And, and when's got, that time happen roughly? That's uh, 
you know, people disagree on it. I've seen what, um, females in heat in January, like beginning of January, you know, um, I've seen guys kill coyotes in March that look like they're about to birth. So if you look at the gestation period, you know, when was that coyote bred? Mm -hmm. So you're looking at, I mean, most are probably in February, but I'd say some coyotes get bred in December. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Nuts. But, you know, it also makes sense because, you know, when you talk about rut, yeah, generally we all know November being the rut, but technically the rut is when a deer sheds velvet, you know, like biologically when you read on it, it's like, well, the rut's beginning. They're out of their velvet. It's like, well, te- it's not really. It is. It is. It is, but it isn't. Some deer probably get bred in mid-October, early October. I'm sure it happens. But it's all, we, we go the rut, like the majority mm-hmm. is the rut. I'm sure you probably look at the same way a little bit, but yeah. that's interesting. So I don't know, dude, I don't know anything about coyotes, man. So, and I, I don't I, either. And I think a lot of our listeners might be in the same boat. So if you feel like you need to explain something to step further, like, please do. I don't think anyone's going to be like, ah, oh, we know this already because <laughs> we don't. Yeah. Know. And, um, just be like, Hey, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm going to a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to a lot. So like the coyote rut, never thought about it. I mean, I did a little never, bit. N- that never even crossed my my mind. Right. So I know there's a breeding season, and that's like a good time to hunt them when they're all they're kind of on the move and looking for a female. And yeah, they get a really territorial. Yeah. Yeah. That time too. So we take the dogs back out in breeding season yeah. because of that. So that's what you mean by dis- when they disperse. Like when you kill dogs, when the breeding season comes back in, those dogs are in the surrounding areas are going to kind of move in and fill in that void. If yeah. you've killed five dogs off your farm. The following year, there's going to be three or four new dogs come in and probably occupy that farm. Right. Yep. I think if there's ever an apocalypse, there's going to be cockroaches and coyotes, man. I, you just can't seem to get rid of oh, them. Oh, man, they're so neat. Like, you look at the most adaptable species in America, hmm. and you got your coyote that flourishes in downtown Chicago, um, the Southwest, you know, everywhere. You've got coyotes, not only coyotes, but a healthy population of coyotes. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. So, have you read the Dan Flores book, Coyotes of America? No, I'm illiterate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me, I am a little bit as well. We can relate to that. Mad respect, <laughs> mad respect but hey, you're a damn good hunter. Um, okay, so that's interesting, too, the, like the dispersal period, talking about the breeding period and all that. So, what what kind of calls are you doing during that time? And you said you bring the dogs in. If you can maybe explain yeah, both so, sides um, of that. We'll start hunting in April. Um, sorry for people who don't like that. But yeah, right. um, I mean, I don't think you're gonna have anybody listening yeah. that's gonna gripe too much. <laughs> so April through um into September, we're sticking to only coyote based sounds. We're trying to trigger that aggressive response. Um so you know, howls, pups stress, and coyotes fights. Just um you get those coyotes triggered into wanting to be protective and territorial. And mm-hmm. they come in and they see the dogs and they see the dogs as a threat to the den site. Mm. Okay. So how does a coyote normally sense. react to that? Like and first of all, how do you train a dog? Yeah, we're watching on on the studio TV. Stop looking away. How do you train a dog to do this? Like you know, because first thing when I saw your videos and I saw them, well, I learned about you through Austin pointing you out, and I was like, and then I saw Huntworth shared your guys' videos. I'm like, oh man, we got to get this guy on. And then right away I hit you up, and you guys had just talked, which is kind of funny. But you know, I watch your videos. I'm like, how do you train a dog to lure out a coyote? That's insane, and. We talked a little before the podcast immediately. I'm like, I don't know anything else until we get going. <laughs> so maybe just kind of break that down, too. If you're hunting them in April, you're making mostly coyote-based sounds, which I guess what you what you mean by that is you're making less 
distress type yeah signs. i won't touch prey distress um april through the end of summer you can kill to them but it's just not i don't think it's as effective you can call a coyote in june to rabbit distress chances are that coyote's going to come in the pup distress mm. but that coyote that you call in the pup distress might not come in the rabbit distress right so i don't see the reason in playing it you know some guys disagree i'm, gonna, I'm not gonna play it right. um, and plus with the dogs on stand i don't care if that coyote wants to come into a rabbit i want that coyote to come in wanting to fight mm-hmm. come in hot yep. pretty much so they see the dogs and what's the typical reaction of a dog um you know the coyote sees the dog and normally they lock onto it and at that point it's game over you know um they're gonna come in we let the dogs know and the dogs engage and then what do you mean you let the dogs know so i've got them trained where if they don't see the coyote i just say six six and oh, they, really? they instantly know there's a coyote somewhere. Oh, and, and find um, Yeah, heads up. Rip just goes running out of the pocket as fast as he can, looking around for a coyote. Which one's Rip? <laughs> the little guy that does the work. The little, the little guy. guy that does the work. So break that down. <laughs> out of the pocket, you go. You see, you see a coyote off in the distance through glass or whatever, and you say, sick, sick, and Rip's just like, all right, I'm getting out there. He yeah. just ba- balls into the middle. Oh, as it. fast as he can go. What breed of dog is Rip? He's half Idaho Shag, quarter Jag Terrier, and quarter Donovan Pincher. That okay. one right there. That yeah. one? Yeah, that's him. Got to set him. <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he gets a little carried away. Sometimes he doesn't look before he runs. So like, there'll be a coyote right here, and he just takes off that way. Oh, really? And like, homie. Like, and then the coyote, <laughs> you know, they're 20 yards in front of us looking at the dog, just trying to figure out what he's doing. He's running away. He, he's booking it the other way. Oh, really? <laughs> he's just ambitious. That dog yeah. is a savage, ain't he? I don't. I don't think there's anything more entertaining to watch, especially somebody that doesn't understand and know. Like I've I've watched videos. I don't know who the, whose they were, but from years back, and to just watch these dogs interact with the coyotes and just the expressions you see on the coyotes' face and their the way they snarl at them and growl and yip. I mean, I couldn't imagine sitting down and watching that out in Mother Nature. It'd well, be that too. Like, I, I don't care what kind of hunting you do. When you see a dog working, it's the most fascinating thing yeah. there yeah. is. And the dog's like unfazed by it. Like, right. They don't give a shit. They're having fun almost. Like, do, do you ever worry about your dog? Like the safety for him? I mean, not um, you're on a rifle, but. Like originally, yeah, I was concerned about it. And then after seeing it and learning more of an understanding, you know, those coyotes aren't trying to fight that dog. Mm-hmm. You, you almost couldn't pay most of the coyotes we see to stand up face to face with that dog. Really? Um, and then after seeing it happen a few times, he's completely capable of taking care of himself. Yeah. So you think that coyotes are scared of your dog? Yeah, they won't fight a dog almost They're ever. They're just bluffing. Like if a dog will actually like go toe to toe, a coyote won't fight. Really? Um, if you watch him, like they only advance when he's coming back to us. Yeah, you know, um, they're not charging and trying to fight him. So all the stories when hear someone's like, "Yeah, my chocolate lab got attacked by a coyote." Is that mostly bullshit? You think? Man, it's it's off and on. Like I know guys have had dogs attacked, but the hams are tore up. Mm. You know, because that dog is trying to leave, got nipped on the way back. He's not standing his ground. He's not trying to fight. Which like you have some aggressive coyotes are straight up square up with a dog. Yeah, because right but, here we're watching your dogs <laughs> sitting them <laughs> run into the hill. Where you going, boy? Yeah, and it's um. So you, do you, so do you train your dog to bring them to me. you or to chase them? Um, engage in the recall. Okay, engage so, in the recall. Explain, explain that. that. Yeah, yeah, so he's trained to recall the tone, so his collar can beep, shock, or vibrate. So when I want him to come back, I tone him. 
Mm-hmm. It beeps, and he turns around and comes. And at this point, he knows the game, and I don't have to recall him very much. He just goes out there. He knows he, what to do. He knows if he brings that coyote back enough, I'm going to shoot it, and then he can chew on it. <laughs> Dude, it's mm-hmm. so awesome, man. <laughs> so it's that's so his, badass. That's his reward. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Damn. Wow. That is so badass. So just, is there anything you look for, like, on when to pull the trigger? Like, is there a certain number of times you let a coyote come back in before it's like, all right, the jig's almost up, I need to shoot this thing, or it just kind of situational? Yeah, you can kind of tell, like, um, the coyotes will start to lose interest and kind of start drifting off. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, I'll have the call muted while they're working so I can re-engage the coyote with the call. Yep. But eventually, you know, they just start drifting off and Rip's tired or just being a dog and not listening all the time. And yep. he won't re-engage Ooh, again. So it's like, you know, we're going to go ahead and get this coyote killed. <laughs> That's I crazy love it. because, like, 90% of the guys that I know like coyote are middle winter because their coat's a lot better, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, I don't ever hear anyone hunt coyotes with their dog. In the middle of summer. Well, I mean, or with a dog. You know, the fur market isn't much where I'm at to even worry about skinning a coyote. Anyways. Right. Yeah, that's how it is for everything now. Raccoons and coyotes used to be worth a little bit. Now yeah. there's like no money in yeah. it. That's why there's so many raccoons now, too. Yeah. Because no one is. Um, can you hunt coyotes with dogs in every state or is it like situational? Uh, um, man, I don't want to be quoted on it, but I'm sure the Northeast probably has some weird rules. Right. Because they, they do weird stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I mean, I asked the question because in Iowa, I never heard of anyone hunting coyotes with a dog. So I don't know. Well, if it's... to be honest, man, it's like I don't, I know guys that coyote hunt casually. Like right now with the coyote competitions oh, yeah. and stuff, but how many, how many times do you run into a guy? Even hardcore hunters, like we know a lot of hardcore hunters. Oh, um, that, oh, that coyote man, wow. that's that one you were talking about. Yeah, earlier. Yeah, we had to move across the road because I think we bumped that den, putting the camera up. Dude, this thing's black. But you know, it's sorry we get distracted. We're watching the videos. That's how, <laughs> that's how good his YouTube channel is. You guys got to go check it out. I don't think we said the name of that either. Is it Mangy Dog TV or where yeah. do they find you? Mangy, Mangy Dog, Dog TV. TV. Yeah, just yeah. type that in on the YouTubes and subscribe on there and show him some watching life. for hours. Also, he's a fellow Huntworth brother, so he's rocking Huntworth in that. That looks videos. like a freaking husky, husky Dude, shepherd mix. I would have shot and gambled on it and found out. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> oh, when he came out, because like I had history with that coyote. We've got a video of me missing him like twice. And uh, I was like that black coyote. And, like, I clicked my safety off, and Kylie, my wife's filming. She's like, don't shoot that coyote yet. Let the dogs engage. <laughs> she's she's coaching you. Yeah, she yells at me a lot. <laughs> it's so, kind of a family affair for you guys then because you bring yeah. your son with you too. I see your son in a lot of these videos. Yeah, um, almost every hunt, it's uh, us three. That's it's, awesome. it's a Yeah, that that's, makes this even cooler, man. Look at that coyote coming back. Oh, my son's 10, and, I mean, he's seen more coyotes closer doing cool stuff and a lot of adults have dude this is incredible stuff man has look he, at this has they killed any yet yeah oh, yeah. yeah um well we're not running the dogs um in the fall we put him on his 243 black coyote works works things. the dogs coyote hunting with decoy dogs you guys gotta youtube this and watch this video it is bad fucking ass look at that dog so like they always use low spots and um so the wind's going that way so they're gonna pop up like over here on the left yeah that's kind of one of sits there I'm not an avid an avid coyote hunter by any means, but that's one of the the basics of coyote hunting for back here is you find a low spot where a dog's gonna use the low spot to get to your wind, and then you basically plan on them coming directly downwind from you. Yeah, they can get a low spot, man. Like they love just traveling them. That's yeah. good. That's good coyote tips, man. So run us through complete process of like coyote hunting with a dog like i know we've kind of dabbled in and out but i'm talking from when you sit down with your dogs 
just run us through the process. What are you doing ninety percent of the time? Yeah. Um. Do you want me to hit training first? You anything, dude? Yeah. Do, take us through the process. Yeah. Um. So we got Rip when he was like six, eight weeks old, and it's just the basic obedience. Um. And playing with him a whole lot, let him be a puppy, and we started working with the like six six command just mm-hmm. by like playing with him. You know, we'd have something out there for him to go after, and then to get him to stop looking at us when we said it because that happened on accident i'd have kylie like hide behind a tree mm-hmm. with a piece of hide tied to a rope so he'd have to search for something and then uh, we did gun work um you know we just like while he ate we'd clap our hands and then when he was good with that we'd work to like hitting pans together and stuff like that mm. and um really just keeping him in shape playing with him a lot when his big dog teeth came in that's like well it's time to take you out mm-hmm. and we just Start putting coyotes in front of him. He's yeah. engaged every single coyote. You know, we had recall instilled at that point, and he's just showing them coyotes. That's as simple as it is. You get a genetically sound dog, and you show it coyotes. I'll tell you right now, that dog does not fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows more about coyote body language than I will in my entire life. Yeah. Um, he, he adjusts how much pressure he puts on coyotes based on how they act so he doesn't run them off yeah some are more aggressive yeah like if it's a aggressive coyote he's on them how many how many times of interacting with a coyote did it take him to to learn that do you think roughly three three well you know they they're speaking the same language for the most part you know you see it like when it's a real mean coyote he's on them hard and when it's not you know, like if that coyote doesn't come back, he sits down and he waits like 30 seconds. If the coyote's not there, he goes back out just enough for that coyote to see him. And then he comes back and he waits. Mm, he's willing he him know. for the knockout. Is yeah, what he's doing. he'll do that until you make him stop if that coyote leaves because sometimes they won't work the dog. And so the dog's engaged and they just leave. Mm. And he will go back and forth all day until you make him leave. God, that's fucking cool, dude. It is nuts. It's very <laughs> wild. So, like, do you, like, that's is there, cool. like, a scouting period? Like, do you go out and scout for coyotes? No. no. Um, I, I do, but I don't need to. Um, I don't really. It's just, like. You probably got people calling you left and right. I just, a lot of the farms I have, I've hunted for a while. Right. And I know what's going to probably hold a coyote. Or, like, you look at a map. Sure. You're like, you know, there should be a coyote here. Um. Dude, that black it, one's badass. Any good farm's going to have a coyote on it at some point. You know, you can right. go. Yeah, they're the going to ro- be there. You can go walk the roads and look at tracks, but if you're going to go to the farm and look at tracks, you might, might as well try. take your call. <laughs> yeah. <on it. laughs> right. So just on a curiosity sake, like down in Kentucky where you're at, what's the coyote density like down there? Like what do you expect to see in a square mile for coyotes down there? Absolutely no clue. No clue. Um, I know I've got land in like Owen County where the density's not as good. Um yeah, I mean, if I'm hunting Owen County, I don't expect to see a coyote very often. Yeah. But if I'm hunting, like, Anderson County, where it's a lot more ag, you've got a lot more coyote. Yep. Mm. I'd be curious to know back here where we're at, what our density is like compared to where you're hunting, because I feel like we're just stacked. I feel like it's – and, of course, I don't know, but I feel like it's on the extreme side. Yeah. Well, anytime Wait. you've got ag, you know, it's just – it's perfect in every yeah. aspect for your coyote. Well, dude, I mean, the coyotes, you talk about seeing Austin on that one farm you got, and I'm like, dude, we got to we gotta get in there and knock yeah. some dogs out. Like, I, I would just – I would love to have you come out with your dogs on that farm just and just see, yeah. see what happens, man. Yeah. Like we've, we've got farms there, and then north of there, we've got a, a farm with, like, three hog barns on it, so there's composters. So every night, there's coyotes in the composters <laughs> just pulling dead pigs out. Thank you. So it, uh, I think we'd have some fun 
between three or four of my farms. We'd, we'd get on some dogs. I want to see the dog work, man. Oh, it's... There's nothing like it. I, I still want you to break down the process. Like, as soon as you sit yeah, down, you're yeah. with your dogs. I just, so, just to get back on, on track. We, uh, you know, we're walking. We're getting set up. Um, do the final, like, wind check and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, um, let's say, like, in April when I start hunting again, I'll probably put out, like, a non-aggressive um, female lone howl or maybe, uh, like, young pup serenade. And I'll wait maybe two minutes. And the dogs will just kind of like be like running around, getting excited in the field. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go into like a young pup distress, play that for five minutes. Um, super simple sequence, pause it for 30 seconds, play a more intense pup stress for five minutes, pause it for 30 seconds, and end it with a fight. And at any one of those times, like coyotes come in, um, you know, I'm just going to let the dogs engage and then. When I recall them, I see the coyote coming behind them. I'm gonna mute the call and let them do their thing. And not trying to interrupt, but um, like these sequences that you do, is that just trial and error, or did like you have someone teach you that? Stuff? Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say that I learned it all because you know social media and other people and stuff you can't see. Sure. But like, I know guys play rabbit in the summer. I don't because I don't see reason to. You know, um, I try to take the sounds I play and match them to what's going on that time of year. Sure. So spring, I'm playing younger pup distress sounds. Then in, like, June, July, I'm starting to amp up to, like, older pup distress sounds Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That makes sense because you were not out there, like, full-blown, like, buck roaring October 5th. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Same thing with turkey calling. You're not making kiki runs in the springtime. Like, you hear that call more in the falls. Yeah. And by the way, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Like, you, I don't feel like you've once bullshit. You, you could, like, when Austin asked that deer or the coyote density, you're like, I ain't got a clue. It's like, you're, you're just straight up who you are. And I think I, I do really appreciate that. Yeah, you're just telling us what you know, and that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. But also, you fucking know a lot. I don't care what you say, because you're <laughs> on here killing dogs, and it's badass footage. So you're a humble dude, man, and you're honest, and you're, like, very calm in demeanor. But I think to get the footage and... To do what you do, also you, you know you've experienced some shit. You know you're a veteran, and, and hey, thank you for seen that. So he definitely seen some shit. Watching you work these dogs and keeping calm and staying patient right there, like says a lot about the type of hunter you are. So it's it's cool, man. Well, I want to put like a heart monitor on, and just like see like <laughs> see what, what my heart. Dude, does. I bet you it don't raise a hey, beat. <laughs> get one of these because when I shot a giraffe. My wife, that should have been legally dead. Do you have like <laughs> fucking heart rate? Can you go back and get the stats on that? Oh yeah. Did you get I, that? Oh, I don't know if I go back that dogs? far, but I can pull it back. What? I should. You pull it on the dogs. Man, I want to put like a GoPro on them. Uh, Ooh. That'd oh. be cool. They make, really the, cool. they make the mounts for them. Yeah, I know. Uh, heart rate would be wild, too, just yeah. to see like what they're doing. I've, this is one of my favorite hunts here. I remember watching this when they come down this little shoot. This is the first hunt I watched of yeah. yours, man. They get up close. Yeah, you get to see my son scare one off with a BB gun, too. So this one <laughs> is <laughs> coyotes try to run down our dog coyote hunting with decoy dogs. So, random question why this is going on. Do you hunt at night at all? No. No? All... It's hardcore. What, what caliber are you shooting most times? Well, first ask me why I don't hunt at night. Hey, what, <laughs> hey, so, hey great. So many questions. Good question. Why don't you hunt at night? I'm too poor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the thermal game. <laughs> hey, or let's stir some stuff up. Let's try this answer again. Let's depend on which clip I want to cut for TikTok. <laughs> hey, why don't you hunt at night? I don't need to. 
<laughs> Thank you. God. Perfect. Dude. Look at that dog getting after that. Oh my God. Dude, they Look. get they get it on this one. Dude, so we got him a carpet mill um to build up some muscle and speed. Like a treadmill but with carpet? Yeah, but it's dog powered and carpets flip to make resistance. Uh huh. Bro, he's got rockets on his feet now. <laughs> he's he's like, like my my healer, man. That thing's got dude, fucking wheels. What's sailor dog's name? Cash. Cash. It's the goofiest weem you've met in your entire he's life. He's just hanging out. And like so like after we Hello. shoot a coyote, like Rip will be on the neck. Cash goes for the nuts every time. <laughs> hey dude, they're right there. They're easy to eat. The, the dogs <laughs> just have a different demeanor. About oysters. Dude. Like you can see the demeanor between the two dogs is so, just totally different. Yeah, you, you can, you can watch him like look over his shoulder waiting to see that coyote come. Yeah, he was too. He knows it's coming back. I never, you know, there's things you don't realize until like you watch it with you. You're like, look, did you see, like, you're right there. Did you see what he just did? It's like, oh man, he did. He sits and he waits. Look at God. that shit, dude. This is the coolest thing, man. I gotta There's see this in like person. This. I gotta see it in person. So do the coyotes think your dogs are coyotes? No, they um they know it's a dog, but they perceive it as a threat to the den site and okay. the territory. So they want to run the dog off. They got them coyotes. They just come barreling out. of them. Just coming in. He lays oh, down like a rip. Oh, wow. Like a rip. He's ready to go. I don't know why he does that. Oh, like, dude, that is badass. Here we go. God, if your videos don't explode Dude, after I this podcast. I bet you his heart rate is outrageous right now. And I feel bad on the podcast, too, because we're talking about this yeah, video true. that I nobody know. can see, but it's just so I said awesome. the name of the video. Just get on there and watch it yeah, while we're it, talking. Say it, say it again quick. It's uh, coyotes try to run down our dog coyote hunting with decoy dogs on the YouTubes. Do you know, their barks that close are so loud? I bet. Oh, I bet they are. You know how it is when you're walking out at the end of a bow hunt and you have a pack of them light oh. up 200 yards from you. It uh, just makes the hair stand out of your skin. Up. So you're seeing like look at us like that? Yeah, like checking on you? That's him wanting me to shoot. Oh, or, it is. Or him waiting for me like tell him to go out. Because we argue a lot. I'll tell him to go out. And he's like, <laughs> how out. far is that coyote right there? 15, 20 yards. Oh, that's it? <laughs> so that, that call you're going to see is 15 yards and it's going to get right on top. Look at that. He is just pissed. Oh, man. You've never seen a motion out of a coyote like this. This is badass. Right now, Kylie's telling me not to shoot it because she doesn't have it on film good. <laughs> Dude, is this some of the best coyote footage ever laid down right now, or what? I like the best I've ever seen. It's got to be up there, right? Like the emotion. Oh, these dogs. Where's this one coming? Is this from? another one? Yeah. So you see his tail out like that? Yeah. That's the uh, the real aggressive one. So did you let him go there? Or did he just look take at off? him hackled up? He got tired oh. of it. So, like, if I don't shoot and they start to leave, he gets pissed off. And Your dog's like, like let oh, him wow. come. <laughs> Your dog don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's just my. trotting. Look at this dog. Look at that coyote, man. He is so pissed. He is mad. Oh, He's madder than shit. Look at his eyes. God, that's awesome. I want to hear the sound. <laughs> oh, man. Here, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Oh. Too late. He Rewind, rewind it just a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> Did I go too far? I love how calm your dog oh, here is. Here we go. Here we go. God, that's creepy. Knows exactly what to do, too. He's a badass, ma'am. Look at that. Just like, all right, follow me, boys. Come on. Come on. He's just he, trotting. Yeah, he's just trotting while these dogs are nipping at him. <laughs> he's pissed. Bye bye. I tried to watch this video with my dogs in the house. Wouldn't, wouldn't like happen. it. They did not like it. <laughs> no, it doesn't go well when you do you that. watch a horror film? <laughs> what is that? Who's getting murdered? So look, like this coyote's about to stop, 
And my son just shot his BB gun. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. How cool, man. Dude, that's so badass. Yeah, that's cool. That's a badass dog, Did man. Did you name him Rip after Yellowstone? Uh, my wife named him, and yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's fitting, man. He's taking yep. them dogs to the train He'll station. He'll put a cowboy hat on that yeah, dog. He'll be the most famous dog ever. That is cool, man. If, if Sorry for everyone list, just listening, but I'm telling you, get on and watch this video. It's fucking awesome. Yourself. So, like, so interesting. When you start calling and you got your dogs, your dog's just sitting with you waiting for one to appear? Yeah, so um, some guys, like, make them sit, like, right next to them. Some mm-hmm. guys will let him, like, roam. I'll let him do his thing, man. You know, he's a dog. Um, yeah. He'll run around. Like, <laughs> sometimes he runs, like, a mile in the first five minutes, just, like, going through the field, checking stuff out. Yeah. Um, if he's zoned out, I just tell him back to me and tell him there's a coyote. He's just ready to go again, ain't he? Yeah. Oh, well, we end up killing another one, so, like, these coyotes are running circles around us. Because at this point, when they get hard on the dogs like that, they don't care if they smell you half the time. Mm. So... They're running around barking, and he's disappearing in these little hollers, like, trying to get them re-engaged. Even after a gunshot, they're coming back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, how cool, man. So what What are you shooting there? What's your What's your gun of choice? That's a twenty two Creed. Um, absolutely hammers coyotes. What uh what kind what kind of gun is that? What brand? Um, so that's a custom built. It's on a seven hundred action. It's been blueprinted and all that fancy stuff. I don't know how to talk about with a, a <laughs> MC three stock and a proof research carbon barrel, and uh, I'm running suppressed. Wish we could do that in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. You nice. Iowa boys can. Good. We live in the land of Chicago. Um, you ever uh do you have a gun sponsor? No. You fucking um, need one, bro. I mean, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Um, Huntworth dived on to you, too, so that's good. That's yeah, smart. no, that's, I'm super happy that that worked out. I think that's honestly how I ran across you. Uh, yeah. We were obviously both sponsored by Huntworth, and I was kind of scrolling through looking at things, and I saw the Mangy Dog TV and clicked on it, and I've always I've always wanted to like sit down with a guy that has a dog that can work like that and watch Look it work. Just- It'd be it'd be fun to watch. Well, he's like it's wild when he's doing that. You can like hear the lungs expand and, and the coyote. Yeah, you know, like all the necks cracking and popping. You That's probably awesome. just, you probably just let him do his thing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're let him chew on, we're play tug of war and do all that. You know, that's he worked hard for it. We're not going to take it away from him. Yeah, it's his reward. That's what we did when I shot my mountain lion. You let the dog Trey's have dog. I, I, yeah, I, he's like just let the dogs have him. Let, pull the arrow out and let the dogs get at them. Just let them get their reward. So what's like an average year for you? How many dogs you putting down in a year? Man, I don't like count real hard. Um, you know, everybody puts so much of an emphasis on like, oh, I killed more coyotes than you, or like I killed more coyotes than you, or this guy killed more coyotes because of this, and I would be able to if I did this or didn't have to do this. But I think we put around 50 in the truck. Yeah. Um, not counting, you know, Daylight. Stuff that we didn't kill or stuff that didn't work for dogs. Yeah. Um, Just getting like awesome that. footage. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and, you know, sometimes they don't work for dogs. Sometimes I can't shoot because it's just not the quality of video that we want to produce. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes you want to buy a rifle for sure. Hey, Chiboy just did. <laughs> I don't even own one. <laughs> Mine's a 300 Win Mag, though. It'll probably handle a little different than the 22 Mag. <laughs> shooting, hitting dirt in front of them and knocking them over, but... Um, I love it, dude. And I love how humble you are. You're just like, I don't count. I'm just doing it, you know? Well, I mean, I get to 
do something with my family that I've got a huge passion for, you know, but at the end of the day, we're just calling coyotes. It's so awesome that your family's involved with it too. Yeah. It, it's kind of out of necessity really. Cause, um, like I want to hunt a lot, but Dude, shout also, out to you though. Cause a lot of guys just wouldn't go. Yeah. But like, I, I want to do this and I want to be a good dad and a good husband. I can't oh, do that sure. if I'm always gone. Right. So let's just bring everybody together now. Like, my wife loves to film hunt. Hey, shout out to Huntworth because they're keeping your kids out there with you, especially on these cold yeah, weather absolutely. hunts. He misses this coyote, but that's my fault because I forgot the tripod. So he's shooting like 200 yards off sticks. How old's your son here? Uh, he was nine in this video. So awesome. I mean, man. barely misses it, man. Just Dude, like, I just love it, though, because like that's the most honest shit you could say is like, well, I want to hunt a lot and I want to be a good husband. And. I could go, hey, daddy's going hunting again, or, hey, yo, you're coming with me. We're right. going to go have a family activity. Let's go. 100%. And let's do this. And if you like hunting light, I mean, the way you make it sound, you can do it year-round. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we're like, he loves the deer hunt. He'll sit, like, he wants to all day hunt when we deer hunt. Really? You know, like, he'll whisper all day, but, like, he's whispering. So, yeah. Pack snacks, and he's good. But, you know, for kids, like, if we make a blank stand, 15, maybe 20 minutes. And you're up going somewhere else. Yep. You're, yeah. You're not yeah. making these kids sit there for six hours. Lots of action, lots of moving. It's a good way to like get them into it, man. You know, it's like, it makes me think too. It's like, I think when Isla May gets, you know, she's a couple years off from going turkey hunting, you know, I think, you know, that's a good thing to get her going. You only hunt, the weather's good. They interact. Kind of the same thing here. If you got good gear, you can go even in the snow like this and, and in the summer and call. Get them out there, and if nothing happens, get up and go to the next one. Like yeah. it's a good yeah. way keep, to get people moving. Keep moving. Yeah, dude. Look at how. So he's sitting to the right of me. The camera's to the left of me. So like, think about how close this miss is. Is that a brick wall? Those are like the old fences, just rock walls. Oh yeah. Wow. Someone built that with their hands. Oh, oh. right next to him. It's like, huh? <laughs> so what the fuck was that? So this was a dad moment. I took the gun away. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I was like, this coyote's gotta die. It's time. You'll get the next one. <laughs> so cool, man. <laughs> Dad moment. I took the gun. I mean, I asked. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I take that and kill this guy? Oh, boom. He was like, yeah, go ahead. What's and, your range on that gun? Um, that shot was like 250 I think. <sighs> Dang. I mean, it's just, that's a $175 break open 243 Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what he shoots. It's got a... Uh, $650 scope on it and a suppressor. Damn. My favorite round of all times, the 243. It is, really? It. It's the old man round. I love it. The old man round. What do you mean by hammer, that? Hammer, man. Well, Hammer's deer. Hammer's cotton. Been around yeah, forever. That's the, that's the round your grandpa used to use. Oh. Everybody's used that round. The oh. The ballistics on it are impressive. And unlike the 3030, it actually kills stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's coming. I'm getting new to the rifle game. They come across the pond. I shoot a little 55 grain ballistic silver tip that shoots 3950 feet a second. Like it's shooting as fast as a 24 as a 22 250 with a 35 grain bullet. It's slinging lead. Well, that's a that 22 crude. I'm shooting 80 grains going 3300 feet a second. Yeah, that's and, cooking for you know, a bullet that big. And I could speed it up, but yeah. it's just perfect where it's at. With them carbon barrels, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to guns. Can you burn <laughs> out a carbon barrel? Yeah. You can't? Is there like an allowment? Like, are you I, good I for 800 shots? Or I don't know exactly what the barrel life will be on my rifle, but I probably won't ever burn it out. You know? Oh, really? I'm not shooting competition with it. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I mean, if I kill, let's say I shoot at 
50 coyotes in a year that means i shot that gun maybe 60 times Mm, yeah yeah that's true well you know we do have our own firearm podcast now called victory drive hosted by jacob johnson and you would we need to get you on there eventually too but you know, I'm 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 kind of tapping into that, but I'm so dumb when it comes to ballistics and guns. It's interesting to me, um, and I am starting to dabble more. You know, I just bought a 300 Win Mag. I just wanted like a big gun that I could just use for fucking everything and then some. <laughs> so you've got enough gun. I got. I bought, <laughs> I bought that, and that's like that's what I got. I got. I do have a 22 250. I've had that for a while, so I got two rifles. Uh, and well, I guess I do have a I have a Ruger 1022, but I don't really count. The that. only one like, I have is a 30 30. That's awesome, though. Sorry for my last comment. <laughs> no, <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> it's cool, an old lever action gun. I'm like, shit, I'll buy it. So every time if someone's like, all right, Mangy, dear Mangy Dog TV, I'm looking to buy a coyote gun. What would you recommend and why? Well, first, no one's ever said that. But somebody's but hypothet- after this. Hypothetically, Some- let's say we do. If you're going for a rifle off the shelf, man, you can't be a twenty two two fifty. Okay. You know, um, it's more than proven itself. Right. That's I've heard that a lot. What about like a, is a six five Creedmoor? That seems like I mean, shields. Every gun's a six five Creedmoor now. On the it'll show. kill a coyote, but the thing about six five is like everybody fell in love with the ballistics coefficient when most people don't shoot far enough to worry about the ballistics coefficient. Mm. And even if they do shoot that far, they can't actually shoot that far. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Ethically you know. and yeah, skill yeah. wise, yeah. Like it'll kill a coyote, sure, but like. Even before the dogs, 90% of our shots are under 100 yards. Yeah. You know, like. How <laughs> you push your son down and you're just, just eating snow. And you're just calm. <laughs> I deal with him a lot. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, dude. I love it. I think it's fucking killer. I want to watch these dogs work, man, in yeah. person. I'll shit myself. I want to. Cool. We got to get revenge on them coyotes, man. Did you hear? So I'm sorry to always bring this up, Austin. It, it seems to be, get brought up a lot, but this is an appropriate time to bring it up, I think. So we're bringing it up again. WCB listeners are either, either they're like, all right, they're bringing it up again. But did, do you know about the coyote debacle with us? I don't. So Austin's got a bone to pick. Couple. Yeah. I've, uh, I've lost several bucks uh, to coyotes on my farms. And one of them was the biggest uh, bow deer that I've ever killed. It was, what, two falls ago? Yeah. Um, ended up making a good shot on this deer, but he was... The buck it, out here, the, it's here. The replica, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was far enough away, I just couldn't tell where I hit him, um, let him go overnight, come back in the next morning, and he's just a skeleton. I mean, they the coyotes chewed his nose off, chewed his ear off. He was just a total skeleton. There was no meat left on him. Or guts, right? Yeah, it was just gone. So um, after that, I kind of vowed to take revenge on the coyotes around my farm. So I've shot a few here and there. I've got some buddies that hunt with me a couple guys that want to trap this summer but there's plenty of dogs to go around like i get pictures of coyotes every other day on my trail cameras in there so it'd be cool if you got the time this summer and you want to come back and get on some dogs we'll go in there and we'll have some fun yeah um you guys have like crop ground or Mm -hmm. okay but on that farm it's timber and pasture so we there there will be dogs on that farm this summer for sure yeah, but like I said, between that and the composters, and I mean, yeah, we got some options. Put them down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm always down for a road trip. Yep. Be fun. We got your housing. We got that covered. We'll feed you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have anything crazy like Austin. I just had a coyote steal my trail camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's just, that's just enough. 
But you know, like to be to be clear, you know, and I, I think ninety eight percent of the listeners here are more are pro- I would say agree with us, but maybe I'm wrong. We don't want coyotes to disappear, right? I mean, they, they're needed in the ecosystem um, oh, for yeah, sure, for sure you know, needed. But everybody wants less coyotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you said, if you shoot twenty of them, you're going to have fifteen of them come back into that farm the next year. I yeah, mean, but that's just... that's why year round management comes into play. You know, yep. Everybody talks about predator management, but most people's predator management is January and February. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. not even close to year. Get out there in April. You know? Like I understand. Like I like to hunt dispersal too. And you guys are deer hunting, you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But you still got your summer. Yeah. And if you're laying them down in the summer, that means you're going to not have a ton of resident coyotes on your farm through your whole deer season. Mm-hmm. Now, you're still going to have coyotes. You're going to have your transient coyotes, stuff like that. But you're not going to have that thick population of like coyotes living on your farm. I gotcha. Dude. So, um, do you, do you, have you ever gone at night with thermals and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I've killed coyotes. Um, out west and in Kentucky with night vision and thermal. Mm-hmm. You just prefer daylight. Yeah. Stuff. Um, you know, one like I said, just to like get the money to spend the on the equipment to produce the video quality I would want isn't there. And I like to daytime hunt. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you're a turkey hunter, you like to work birds and like watch them and judge like how you're calling or whatever off that bird. You do the same time, same thing in the daytime when you're calling coyotes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you lose a lot of those aspects at night. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I get, I get where you're coming from, and you know, like I, get it. I I think my wife's pretty, so like at night I want to <laughs> be at home with my wife. <laughs> you know, hey, my guy, hey, touche, my guy, so, efficient is what you are. Well said, well said. Might might be my weakness. Hey, but, um, I, I think like a lot it. of it too. Like a lot of guys around us, it's just a, just a big swinging dick competition. Who's got the best thermal or yeah. the most expensive well, thermal? It's, yeah, know? it's trendy right now. Everybody you talk to has got a thermal, and they're oh, all yeah. coyote hunting. Well, that's right what you know. It's turned into this huge battle with like, oh, well, I hate night hunters, or like I hate daytime hunters, or you only night hunt because you can't kill coyotes. Um, <laughs> hey, don't I, man, you know what's funny? I don't see any of these arguments I don't ever, but oh, it's man. it's in it's an internal coyote hunter, yeah. coyote hunter thing, and, and it's like overall, who cares, right. right? You know, like for us, it's just kill the damn dogs. Yeah, it's like I'm not <laughs> making fun of you because you don't use dogs. Like I, mean, I might get made fun because I use dogs sometimes. Do you? Do you get shit for? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some people do. They just don't tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna say shit to your face. <laughs> um, you know, like I know a guy that like hunted a comp. I'm trying to like be vague, hunted the competition and won it. You don't have to be vague. And I don't like to start trouble. <laughs> and uh, he, he uses dogs, you know, but since he has dogs, people are like, well, that's not fair because he uses dogs. It's like, first of all, I would never hunt a competition with my dogs because my dogs scare coyotes away sometimes. Oh. You know, like, throughout the year, I might kill more because of the dogs. I got like, you. It's easier to close doubles out because you shoot one coyote. And as the other one's leaving, it turns around, and it's homeboys getting ripped up by a dog. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm going to go back. But when you're hunting a competition, man, like, you can't chance on having your dogs run coyotes off. I got gotcha. you. But, like, using excuses and stuff. So you just didn't call as many coyotes as this kid did. Mm-hmm. That's why he won. So can you not use dogs in coyote competitions? It's all about the rules. You know, like, each competition has its own set of rules. Oh, okay. yeah. could be different. But, yeah, to yeah. me, it's like, it's a feather in your hat. Like, just get the dogs killed. Hey, it's using your resources. 
just using your resources, brother. <laughs> yeah, they can use Rule number one, I'm number dog? one. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? You hear yeah. that? You know, people get weird about it, man, like daytime, nighttime, um, lights, thermals, night vision. I'm telling you right now, this weather right here has got me fucking easy. Yeah. For, what, for what, turkeys? No, for coyotes. Oh. <laughs> you got I, it. Okay. Because everyone can hunt if when I, it's real cold out. I'm like, if it's nice out, I'll go If I had dogs long. that work like that and you could see the coyote respond to the dog, I'd never waste a coyote at night again, I don't think, because I just want to see it all unfold in the daylight. Uh-huh. I mean, that's yeah. just too cool. I totally get, I totally 100% get your perspective on it, because watching this, dude, look at that. Your dog is a bad motherfucker. He's just from the streets. Have you seen this one yet? <laughs> uh-uh. no, I oh, he, one. he gets bit pretty solid on this one. Has any of your dogs yet like fucked up from a coyote? Um, so he gets bit pretty good on this. Um, gets shook a second, and um, this was like the first time he's ever been bit. So we're watching the goddamn thing get getting bit coyote hunting <laughs> with decoy dogs. Um, you know, like a lot of the bites, it's like for not like grabbing them with like for canine teeth. It's like the front teeth type nips. Little razor ones. Like, yeah, like it breaks skin, but it's not like super bad. Um, My healer would kind of do that. Pinch you know, He's kind of nipping yeah. at you. Like we drove to Kansas. You know, he was in the box for eight hours. Pull him out of the box. Within five minutes, he's getting bit right above the nutsack. Oh. And he, he was like, whoa, man. Like, you need to shoot these coyotes. Like, that's. Yeah. Well, it, these Kansas dogs are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I made, like, the angle was off. It was quartering towards me. I shot a little back, and uh, Rip grabbed him, man, while he was on the spin cycle, and that coyote just latches onto his jaw and starts shaking him. Oh, oh this dog right here? It? This one. He's beelining. <laughs> Dude, look how hard he's going. Rip is a motherfucker, man. <laughs> just Where are you going? Dude, n- no hesitation. No fuck skip. Just pissed. No, he's been like that since day one, like first coyote he ever saw. Just personality, huh? Yep. You don't grab you that dog. breed that dog. Dude, this is fucking badass, man. He's like, where you at? I feel like your other dog just kind of like, dur dur Oh, he's a goofball. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. They're kind no, of like hilarious. dynamic duo. This dog's pissed, huh? He's like, I ain't fucking with That's Rick. just wild to me how they come back, like after you shoot. And then they just you just wait long enough. To like you said, you know, it's back. like he sees his homie getting tore up. Yeah. So like, if you're wanting to kill the doubles when you're dogging, shoot the female first every time. Oh. And like those males are just turning. Oh yeah, so I'm mad. Can you tell a difference? Oh yeah, when they're twenty yards in front of you for five minutes, you just kind of piece it together. So, okay, like, so you this know, dog, the male a lot of times is bigger. What's this dog doing right now? Break down. He's just pissed. He's yeah. Just, um, oh, oh. Okay. Bam! We just ran into him when he was still alive. That's awesome. That didn't phase him at all, though. No, so that's when he learned that if he's going to get on a coyote like that, go around to the back of the neck and jump over. And you'll see him do it a lot like they're still alive. He won't jump into her teeth, which I appreciate because that saves me vet bills. (laughs) He uh, he swindles around the side. Yeah. Man, he just like bulldogged him just right into him. Yo, you better have an insurance policy on that dog. But um, that coyote's, um, I call it posturing. It's when they arch their back and put their head yeah. down low and open yeah. their mouth. It's like a cat. Damn, he did. He he just bat, he just went in and on him on the wrong spin, huh? Yeah. Sorry to replay it. I just wanted to watch it again. He just rushes him. But, dude, he he just rolled that dog and just ended up Bam. ripping. Oh. <laughs> so what do you have, his lip or yeah. something? Yeah, it was just like his little jowl. Like oh. Did it, did it rip him up bad? Now. No. Like it, I mean, it swelled up a little bit. I tried to open his mouth to look at it, and he nipped at me, so I was like, you're good. You're fine. 
Yeah, you know I mean, he's not a lab. Like, he doesn't have the temperament. Like, he's a good dog, but... Well, remember when I called you and I talked to you on the phone? I was like, hey, man, if you want to bring your dog, like, by all means, you're like, I'm not bringing my dog, man. Yeah, I mean, he's just not, like, he loves people, but he doesn't want to be the center of attention of a bunch of people. Yeah. You know? And you just have to respect it. Dude, watching this dog do his thing, you can respect that. It's just like, yeah, he's not... He's not the hangout in the studio while daddy's in here talking. Yeah. Talk. He wants to go out and... Dude, that's an animal right you there. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, he lives in the house with us, and, like, he's... Because of, like, the stock that he is and how intense he is, um, he's almost two, so he's at that, like, age. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got a couple of issues that we got to work out when I get home. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're getting sorted out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him sorted out. <laughs> the kick his ass. <laughs> Some dogs just have... I mean, every dog has a different personality. Like, my that healer... that dog in him. Yeah, my healer, dog. he's a one-person dog, like... Yeah, he's you, good. He's good around my family, but other like, like grown adults, he's fine. But around kids, you're kind of like, mm. yeah. I mean, it's just you know, like it's cool to have dogs. You just have to have an understanding of the dog. Yeah, yeah, yep. for sure, hundred percent. So we kind of talked before the podcast, man. We we're BSing at the bar right here, and it's like, you know, I was getting shit at the Iowa show. I get shit at every show. Kurt, you got a dog? No, I don't have a dog. If I had a dog, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm out of town. What would my dog be doing? He's in a kennel at home. You know what I mean? Like pissing on himself. You got to have a good babysitter. Yeah, and I don't, yep. I'm not doing not right now. I will have a dog, but not right now. Man, then the work, you know, like rip, like we hunt a lot, and we're not hunting like we're trapping mm-hmm. um, for like in January and trapping rip, coyotes a little bit. Like I got some farms out and like consistently kill coyotes on or close to the house or trap them. Mainly to expose my son to it, you mm-hmm. know, because I think it's cool like you're getting a coyote to step on a one inch square out of the entire country yeah it's incredible um, and rip likes to fight coons so it's like we're not hunting right now so like he like he likes to fight coons. Like fight coons in a while but um <laughs> you know Dude, like, turkey hunters will thank you for that we got like the carpet mill like we're constantly working this dog and it's just it's a disservice to have a dog like that and not hunt it and not only not hunt it, but not let him work mm-hmm. like he loves his carpet he'll make you take him to the carpet mill and he what, will run. What is the car? Like, explain that whole thing. It's, it's like a dog-powered treadmill, but what they run on is carpet that's flipped, so the friction's built on the carpet and the rollers. Mm. Um, you see it with a lot of guys that, like, train a game-bred, like, American Pitbull Terriers and stuff like that, because it doesn't build your endurance as much as it builds, like, your back end and your muscles. Mm, okay. But, I mean, like, he loves it. You know, like, <laughs> he, he, he just loves to work. He's a working dog. This is when he gets bit on the nuts. I mean, so, it was like so eight the, hours in the dog box, out of the truck, coyote bites your nuts. So when you were okay, this is nut biters, coyote hunting with decoy dogs. It's when weird you, how the names like match up. It's right? funny. <laughs> it's funny how it's like you titled them, perfect, like what they should be. So when you were looking for a dog, did you choose that breed or was it just kind of like? There is a guy in Idaho whose name is Seth Simpson, and um, I found him on Instagram I think a while back, and I, I saw a decoy in like when I was in high school. Sure, you know. Um, way longer ago than what i wish it was but i was like man like at this point i've never seen a coyote in the wild you know but i'm like this is awesome mm-hmm. um and then like as like i got into it more one day i was like we're gonna start decoying but then it's like what dog do i get mm-hmm. it's like these cows are howling and he's looking for them he nope, sees them found them um <laughs> goodbye so like seth has like what i think are the best dogs in the country like absolutely just dynamite dogs and i was about to get one and covid happened and work was like because i was gonna fly to idaho and like hang out with seth and get this dog and come back 
work was like, oh, yeah, if you fly to Idaho, like, you have to quarantine for two weeks without pay. Ah. Uh. Anyway, All right, go to Idaho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like revert back to like I have bills to pay. Yeah, so oh, that's like, where he gets bit right here. Yeah, he he already got bit. That's why he came back. Um, it's kind of like tall grass there, but like you can see him like get on him. Yeah. Um. So then, like after COVID went away, I was talking to Kylie, and I was like, "Man, Seth has this female. It's hundred percent shag. She's just a monster." And I was like, "If he has a." litter out of this dog i want one mm-hmm. i texted seth you gotta understand like dudes like this like they have a thousand people a year to talk about wanting a dog right yeah through, you know and um and probably not many people fall through right by right a dog. yeah so like i texted seth and i was like what litters do you have and he was like she like this dog just had a litter and i was like i want one like that's it yeah i'm like yeah. We're, we're getting this dog and like i don't know how we're getting it i don't know how it's gonna make its way to kentucky but we're getting this dog. Mm-hmm. And um, Kylie picked the dog out of the litter and named it. And then it got on an airplane and flew to Indianapolis and we drove up and picked it up. So the, he put the dog on the plane and flew it to you? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, I looked at hauling dogs and everything. Dude, it's so much cheaper to fly it like cargo. They pretty oh, much buy wow. the ticket. By... Yeah, it's done by weight. I think it was like, so you do like a vet check. If it's under eight weeks old, you don't have to have rabies yet. Um, you get an airline proof kennel, like all the rules of that. Yeah. And I think the ticket for the dog was like three fifty. Really? Yeah. And Weird. You, just, you go like a cargo hub and pick the dog up. Weird That's background a, a lot story. better than driving out there. Weird background story with my boss in high school raised goats and he'd ship goats all over the U.S. People love like people do love goats. Yeah. All right. He'd go do like grand championship at the fair and stuff and he'd, he'd sell them online. Kind of fucking redneckeries happening all over this country right now under he our noses. put in a fucking dog, ke- dog kennel, just like you're saying, take it to the airport, drop it off, buy it. You're a plane on a plane, ticket. you're nervous. There's a whole bunch of goats underneath you <laughs> in the cargo area. You're flying it. at 35,000 feet and you hear, meh. <laughs> like, Jesus. What the fuck was there's that? There's a terrorist on the plane. It's fucking weird. <laughs> there's, a, there's a terrorist. Yeah, I was looking at, like, dog haulers, man. I don't think that was racist, was it? <laughs> no. Uh, I didn't, you're flirting with it. I, didn't, I, think, you're, I think you're good. It you're was under if so, um, cancel me. These, these guys were wanting like $1,000 to haul a dog. Really? Like minimum. To, to drive it? Yeah. Like yeah. bare minimum 1000 bucks. And I was like, dude, no. That's a haul. Yeah, that's a lot. But, you know. Hey, guys, sorry to interrupt. You know, we got to do the mid-rolls, free content, got to pay the bills. By the way, do you guys like my MyBookie ad that I did? I did. Not it's bad funny. for a guy who knows nothing about sports betting. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds awesome to hear you talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> First time I heard, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I didn't know what a bracket was. <laughs> but they won it done, so your boy pulled through. I got to feed the kids. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Loophole. We're talking rangefinders, binos, but we're also talking other stuff, too. Now that we have a firearm podcast, we can kind of make this relate to what we do. And right now, if you go to loophole.com, they have a bunch of good blog reads going on. And the first one on there right now is take down turkeys with confidence, hunting with a red dot for turkeys. So putting a red dot on your shotgun or whatever it may be. Um, a lot of good reads on there telling you how to utilize more than just the, what we consume here at WCB is, you know, range finders, um, binoculars, and performance eyewear. You know, they offer really something for every platform of firearm and hunting condition, even golf. You know, range finder for golf. They got That's right. one for you, too. So check out Loophold. We love them. We think you'll like them, too. The podcast is also brought to you by Trophy Line. 
if you like to saddle your ass around up in a tree, they have the Venatic Hang with the best bundle pack. And it gives you a Venatic saddle, sticks, a platform, all the ropes and carabiners, and I everything think everything you need. Everything you need. Uh, they got a couple different sizes. Get on there, see what you like. Um, they have the full breakdown. But you can order it in one whole mobile hunting package. Um, and you can also use code WCB2310 at trophyline.com and save yourself some money on that package. I like it. I, I killed a buck out of the Venatic. I'm pretty proud of that, if you know the truth. So I can, like, talk gay with the saddle hunters at the shows. You know, like, no, I'm one of you. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, one, I'm, I'm one of you. I'm just semi-gay. Hey, <laughs> hey fellow saddle man. I'm saddle curious. What's up? I'm saddle curious. Look at my saddle buck. Look, I even put it in the picture with the buck. <laughs> I should have saddled it over the buck in the picture like it was an actual saddle. <laughs> just disrespectful. I'm glad I didn't do that, to be honest. But, hey, uh, don't do that. I'm one of you. Chaboy's cool. See? No, you're not. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Campbell Fire. Doug's not here because he's got the... Uh, what does Doug have? The dick COVID? Why isn't he here? I don't... He uh, forgot that's, again. That's our bet. Yeah. The dick he's COVID. Here. Well, he's here for this episode. He's not here to do the ads with us. Chaboy's got the dick COVID. He'll get better. Uh, the podcast <laughs> is also brought to you by Campbell Fire. This is normally Doug's ad read. It's the only ad read Doug can relate to because he's all about deleting his browser history from whoever's going to find it. Um, in this case, we mean delete your browser history because Camelfire's got the deals. And today they got the deals on turkey decoys, turkey calls, everything, right? There's springtime, roots. Yeah, everything spring, turkey calls, turkey decoys from several different brands. Uh, vests. Everything. Look at that little, little specialty cot thing. It's no thermoseat, but it's close. Um all sorts of turkey stuff in there for a big discount and revolving deals. The next deals um, reload in seven hours. But camofire.com, um, it's the target of hunting for men. You know, your wife goes to Target, buys a Starbucks, spends too much money on shit she shouldn't have, tries to hide it from you. You find it. You get in an argument. You get pissed. You go to Camofire. You order shit for yourself. You feel better. She can't be as mad at you. You kill a turkey. You're happy. You make turkey nuggets in the air fryer. She's happy. The kids are happy. Hey, it's, it's a win-win. Camofire.com, baby. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. <laughs> it's like no, no code for Camofire because you don't need a code. It's already on discount. Come on. That's a good plug. I think it was. It's your boys. Chaboy's Outdoors claiming that. That's <laughs> us. Better put that. I'll we'll see right away. Yeah. First first use. First right to use or whatever you call it. Uh, thanks for all our partners. Thank you for listening to our dumb ads. We hope that we at least make them a little more fun. Back to the episode. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I get it. So what was it like? You, like you're like, I ordered the, this dog. Sight unseen. Sight unseen. Yeah, I mean, he, he could be an ass. Send me pictures and stuff. Yeah, but I feel I, like I, dogs, I knew, man, you could get an I, asshole I, dog. Yeah, I mean, we might have a little bit. It's just a little poop. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's working out. Um, but it's like, look, like, 
some people I don't trust no matter what they say. Yeah. And some people, when they say something, I'm like, I'll take that straight to the bank. For sure. And Seth was like, I can guarantee if his dog will work a coyote. Like, he will engage every coyote you show him. And I was like. He just knows the the parents and the genetic yeah. and all that. Yeah. I was like, so Rip's dad is half Donovan Pincher and half Jag Terrier. And he's owned by an outfitter. And he's killed wounded black bears. And in line season, he goes back to Rit, uh, to Seth because this dog is too gritty to line hunt because he'll fight a line on the ground and get killed. Oh. So, like, that's the dad. And the mom is, like, the most intense shag that Seth has had. And he like, won't lion hunt the dog because he knows it'll fight a lion and then get killed. Yes. Yeah, that's... And, uh, and it kills wounded black bears. It's the dog right there. He's you got know? that dog in him. So it's like when, when this dude's like, he's, he's going to engage every coyote you show him. I'm like, okay, we're sort out like if he's an <laughs> asshole later. Yeah, right, right. If I'm getting a dog to engage coyotes, I want a dog that's going to engage coyotes. Right. If he's a little quirky in the house, we can work on that. Right. I love that you're, that's your your primary and your secondary. I just like the commitment to the game. Is well, that. I have a dog that's cool in the house but won't work a coyote. I don't need another one. Right, right, right. Yeah, you need a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. I mean, it's guys like you that really you need to have the personality to have a dog like that. Cause so it sounds like Seth is the guy like you found and kind of look up to. Yeah, like for, for dogs, man, Seth is like for his age. He's just like you meet someone that knows more than they should for their age. Mm-hmm. That's like Seth with dogs. Trey Heiner's that way, dude. Yep. You know, it's like everybody wants to talk about Rip like. I can't take any credit for Rip. All I've done is show him coyotes. Like, his breeding is what yeah. made it's Rip just what in Rip him. is. But it's yeah. a lot of work to show a dog coyotes like the way you've done it. Though, you know, man. Like, Don't this, discredit yourself. This is the first actual, like, double he worked ever. Like, first coyotes that ever worked almost. Really? Yeah. And we were still working stuff out. Like, I didn't know what to do in some spots. Like, so he, did you have the other one before Rip? Yeah. Okay. It's, um, I just got, I had a buddy that had a litter of weems and... Offer me a good deal, and I just always wanted a weem. I was like, mm-hmm. I have a weem now. Let's see if we engage coyotes. Short answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool dogs. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. A Weimariner. Yeah. Weimariner. He'll he'll go out with Rip now on like one. the initial chase, and he'll blood track a coyote with the best of them. Oh, but if that coyote's alive, looking at him, he wants no part of it. Like oh. he loves to hunt, and like he will smell them before they come in the field and let you know. But don't ask him to go out and engage it. He, yeah, he, engage he just likes them. being out there. Yeah. He looks like he's just having a good time with his boy. So like, this is me being dumb here. Like, these coyotes are right here. If they see Rip, Rip's a pup chewing on a bone like a dead cow. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what to do. I'm just like. The other dog's just yelling at Rip, get him, get him, get him, Rip. Yeah, so I end up don't, shooting the don't, first don't, one no. without um, Rip even knowing it. And he catches a female leaving and <laughs> he is playing the engages it and brings it back. Oh, oh cool. That's, I gotcha. that's I, be I exhilarating the first I can time see why you named him Rip now. It's fitting. Yo, this is cool with like breeding season coyotes. Like, see how they rub up against each other? Yeah. yeah. Wham. And that's why. Wow, that's cool. Get him. Bam. Dead. And you see, like, this little, like, fur rocket just take off in a second. <laughs> Have you ever shot two with one bullet? No, I tried on my most recent video, but I had a misfire. Oh, oh like you can good. hear it. Like I wait for him to like cross, and I'm like click. Damn, time to get a new gun. <laughs> I got like a batch of uh, bad primers at one point. There he goes. God, Rip is getting it, dude. Kylie posted like a a TikTok of him. I bet you like, TikTok loves your videos. <laughs> dude, I haven't had any taken down. Really? I None? edited them too well. Like 
That uh, last TikTok, I'll you're like, aware you had a heads up on it. I'll take him, like I'll edit to where he's not shaking the coyote; he's just carrying it. Oh, found this dog stuffed being animal. Being, yeah, sleeping coyote. Rip found a stuffed animal in the woods. Well, Again, he's he, sick and he's taking him to the hospital. Yeah, he's <laughs> carrying him to the vet. One of the most recent hunts where he's been working on that carpet mill, we got a clip where he outruns the coyote. Oh, dude! Like, I believe the coyote's that. running it. And he's running alongside it and, like, tries to bite it. He doesn't try to hawk it. He tries to run up and bite its neck while they're running. <laughs> Trying to just get it and roll him over. Dude, this is fucking fascinating, man. It, it's I want to see this happen in person. We got to make this, this so a thing. So you're saying a beagle won't work? I'm not saying that. I'm saying take it and see. You, you got to find a mad beagle. <laughs> beagle getting carried off. You know I mean? It's a fat beagle. I saw a guy using like two running walkers. Like who would think a walker would actually decoy? Like a coonhound? Yeah. There's a walker, yeah. But not like just chase. Like these were decoying coyotes. Really? I was like, dude, those crosses? He's like, no. Really? Are there a lot of guys into this game, like this decoying with dogs? Not man? really, man. So like in Kentucky, um, you got me, um, you got a couple guys in western Kentucky and then um, out west, it's a lot more prevalent. Who do you look up to? Like, who's your idol? Man, gosh. In what sense? Like, who are you watching? You're like, damn, he's like, you know, like we look at Mark Drury and, and some of them guys like, damn, that dude's a giant killer. He's been in the game. He's proven. He's just a good dude. Like, man, I think for overall coyotes, it'd be John Collins. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fox Pro. Yeah. Like, John, John was there when, like, I killed my first coyote that i took serious mm. like i didn't even know who john was miss was on facebook dude you want to hear a fucked up story? he was like good job man really yeah and i was like who the fuck is this guy we were gonna do a podcast with john at ata and fox pro and he had a meeting run long and we had a meeting run long and we missed it and it's just like and that's like one of the podcast we have not been able to get one done so i actually got to touch base with them hope I, like to catch them sometime this spring coming through you know because i want to do one in studio like this yeah. And just it fucked. We fucked up. I fucked up. I'm yeah, just but, curious to know, like, the number of guys in it because locally, like in the Midwest, I don't know of any. But I'm sure there are guys doing it, but I don't know who they are. Dude, I know John Collins. I know Predator Quest. I know Fred Eichler had a signature series. Rock River Arms is Rock River Arms is right here. Uh, Rock River Arms AR through you know Fred Eichler deal. You and that's like the top predator guys i know about really yeah there's a like oklahoma and stuff for some guys i think most of them are out west mm-hmm. just because wide open i don't know i think um they've had a lot of coyotes for longer than we have there's a lot of coyotes in mexico man kansas kansas um jeff is like one of the ogs for what's the guy from predator quest you know what i'm talking about yeah, some of his bad names. The tall guy, I remember him. He he did the Nebraska show. There there are listeners like howling right now that we yeah. don't oh, know his name. Um, so, someone is overly mad right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say Randy Anderson. I know that name. Yeah, I know Randy Anderson. That's not the guy's name that I'm thinking of though with Predator Quest. But um, yeah, John Collins, man, he uh, just an OG for like me with Les Wes Johnson, Les Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I know, pre- like, that's probably one of, the, besides Fox Pro, Predator Quest is, like, one of the well-known ones. Yeah, one of, the, like, the, the the longer ones. He's got a podcast, less his podcast. Um, let's see. So, like, John for overall, like, coyote hunting for sure. And we became good friends, which is super cool. And uh, I think for, like, the overall dog work, just because the knowledge would be Seth. You know, like, if I'm going to ask someone a question about a dog, I'm calling Seth. Mm. Okay. Career best. 
16 coyotes in one day. <laughs> Have you beat that? Where the hell is he hunting? Austin's no. <laughs> farm? Yeah, my farm. <laughs> I, would, I would like to take a couple like good days and actually hunt like sun up, sun down. Like, uh, just see what you could do. Yeah, because there's some days that, like, when you're hunting, it's just like you can't keep the coyotes from like not coming and dying. I've never had that experience. Every time you turn a call on, you're just like, oh, there's another coyote. (laughs) Really? Like, um, so one day I had a day like that. I was hunting a thousand acre farm. I do what's called like hunting through the farm, where um, basically I overcall the farm and make everybody else in the country that calls coyotes mad at me Mm because you're educating coyotes. But so I'll start on one corner and I'll make a stand every like train feature. I would sit down five times and kill a coyote on every stand. No kidding. Yep. And is it because, like, you're in one valley and the next coyote isn't hearing you? Um, I think it's a mixture of, like, they have these imaginary lines that aren't imaginary to them. It's just, like, they don't cross it. You know, it's like a territory bound. Like getting hung up, like a turkey would get hung up in a way. Um, That, sometimes you have to be in their bedroom to trigger that response. Or they can tell you're getting closer and closer, maybe. You know, maybe they were just moving through the area and they weren't there yet. Mm. I've had a lot of coyotes that, like, they respond to vocals and they won't come in. And I'll move 100 yards and be like, move to the other side of the ridge or the other side of a creek and kill them within two minutes. You know, like, they they heard your whole sequence. They just didn't come into it. Damn. That's awesome. We need to do that in your place, man. Yeah. It makes me scratch my head because you sit down a lot of times, you don't call anything in, you're like... Well, I've called this one sixty. Now I need to move on to the next. Makes you think, like Dude, I'll tell you, move a little bit. Right. Kansas, my first Kansas trip. Like you know, it's like a bunch of CRP, like one timber block, and like for has to be Kyle in this timber block. Is where else would they be? We called that timber block from three different angles before we called Kyle out of it. Hmm. Really? And you know they're hearing you. Yeah. You know, um, I've like, I'll call if I know there has to be a Kyle there. I'll just move closer and I'll call it again. Just enough to get them like, all right. Yeah. You know, especially like if I don't have another farm around the farm I'm hunting and I'm not doing anything except going home and going to work, might as well move closer and call it again. Mm -hmm. What's it going to hurt? Yeah. It's, I've, I've not knowing that's what we've done when we've caught hunting together, call a piece up, nothing in there yeah, or nothing that wants to come out. We'll go to the next one, which like. But we've got a, I've got enough sets, like enough different farms. We just, well, there's not one here. We just move to the next farm. Yeah. We're not hardcore. We're not going to sit there all day and do it. We'll do it for two or three hours, and then we're ready to sit down and have an old-fashioned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're more looking forward to the old-fashions and the chili. <laughs> well, I've got some spots where if a coyote doesn't come in five minutes, I'm like, you're out. There's not a coyote coming. Yeah. Right. Hmm. It's fascinating. What's the most you had come in? like one like a pack of them or um i think at night once i had like seven Holy um cow, in man. the daytime i think four or five seven old rips looking his chops <laughs> it's like damn it's a lot of it's a lot of, lot of, lot of boys <laughs> yeah i got a buddy in western kentucky rodney that decoys at night a lot and uh, he started running two dogs because he had so many like big groups come in he was starting to get uh, like worried about his dog yeesh. really yeah you ever think, like, does ever running dogs for, like, mountain lions or anything ever interest you? Oh, yeah, man. Like, I would love to see hounds bay up a cat on, like, a rock face overlooking the canyon. Like, I don't even care if I kill a cat. I just want to be there to see it. What's crazy when you start talking to them crazy, like, cat guys? It's like how many of their dogs they lose. Oh, yeah. Because them dogs just get in there. Well, did you see, like, uh, things like Wisconsin a couple years back, the bear hounds getting killed by the wolves? No. Dude, it demolished, like, so many bear hounds. 
Um, you can just like Google image that and like you just see. The, like, don't they eat them down to the spine? Yeah, yeah. Like? I mean, that's all Google images. It's just like these bear hounds just like ripped apart, like mm-hmm. no meat left on. Like interviewing dudes, they're like, like I'm just holding my hound by the collar and the wolf like took it out of my hand. That's wild. It, you know, those dudes out west have the same issue with wolves coming in on their hounds. Yeah, in Wisconsin, they're protected. I think there's a state wolves are? somewhere that yeah. they opened the season like a year or two ago, like a quota hunt. And the nighttime coyote hunters like closed it in the first night. Oh, I bet. I think that might be in Wisconsin, right? It, it might be. In like less than a day. Yeah. Like, no, I, know they're, I know they're protected up there. And, well, they might have had that, but should I just talk to, uh, what's his name from Big Time? About it this weekend. Holy moly. You know, it would just be hard to like lose that many hounds i'm not knocking them by any means because like those dogs live to do that and it would be tough heads, yeah. but like if i lost rip i would just be like distraught this is that video that guy shoots that cat with the podcast that launched this morning man that got and our buddy andrew shot that it woke up shot a lion at his feet Ugh. it was in colorado like <laughs> outside of estes park or something like that which yeah. is not like that was just a stroke of luck that he had his sidearm on him and was able to even get it out that fast. Oh, I think that's probably the worst thing to get attacked by as a cat. Ugh. Like, you normally don't know if there's it's on the back of your neck. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Like, bl- black bear or cat, one, neither. But if you, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, a cat just is way, look at that thing. No, but I, like, I feel like I'd pick a grizzly over a black bear. Because I think studies show that, like, most black bears attack to, like, actually eat. They'll kill you and eat you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I've been told, too. But Man, look how they got him backed up on that cliff. But wouldn't it be awesome to have, like, a really good DSLR and kind of get down on your knees and just, like... Get some photos of it and stuff? Dude, I'll tell you this. Not me. I'm out. I had a, a buddy that had a pack of red bones. They were local red bones. Called them Cedar Creek red bones back in the day. And he moved to Utah, and he'd run that same dog on raccoons here and then take them out and run them on mountain lions there and tree 20 or 30 cats in a season and then and then take them out west and take them to California and go bear hunt with the same red bones. Yeah, really. a good hound's a good hound. Yep. Uh, Look at this guy. This is that one where that guy's like lion, mountain lion stalks elk hunter in Idaho, saved by Glock mm-hmm. 27. By warning shots. I don't think that was a warning. I think I've got was. a Glock 27. You ever tried to shoot a Glock at 20 yeah. yards? You can't hit the fucking <laughs> shit. I don't think I'd take my 27 as like my backup piece. I have a 10 millimeter and Chiboy ain't hitting nothing. With well, the 27 thing. has like what a three inch barrel? Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah I'm it's a, a decent... short one. The 26 yeah. to 27, it's the 40 and 45. And that. Yeah, 27 is 40. Yeah, that dude ain't hitting that fucking cedar in the background I'm, with I'm, I'm a decent shot with my Glock but I wouldn't take the 27 for that I guarantee you he wasn't trying to miss him <laughs> yeah don't look like he was trying <laughs> no, to no. it's a warning shot I didn't want to do the paperwork yeah Chiboy is trying to kill that motherfucker <laughs> Chiboy outdoors this is uh oh this cat gets this dude's dog and he goes to hit the cat with a hatchet and actually hits his own dog oh no first of all have better coordination no I think he does get the cat but he his dog took one for the team Man, it's a wild place Ooh, right there. Some dude just shouldn't have a hatchet, right? Like some, <laughs> some just let your dog get eaten. Well, like, why don't you have a gun? Yeah, you know that dude's in... that cat's not letting go though. Dude, yeah. in there like a man and grab that fucking thing, dude. Your dog's getting his fucking head chewed off. 
<laughs> What's he got the other his other hand? A fucking <laughs> upturned. Yeah, up. there's Theo Vaughn. Okay, <laughs> our mouth. Our, our mouth. And Theo Vaughn shows up in a purple tuxedo. I, I literally have mountain lion dogs typing on YouTube, and that guy's sh- everywhere. <laughs> God, <laughs> yeah. God damn, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's haircut's kind of like a mountain lion, so there's that. <laughs> no, nah, man, what's that? Did you see that? Let's watch it. Let's get into this. Oh, that's Kurt. Kirk Price. People call he, me Kirk. He a does lot. that. He's from like West Virginia. Um, bear hunts with his hounds, and he'll go out west and line hunt with them. Scary dude. I uh, I don't have a dog, but I do love dogs, and I feel like I'd be bummed if my dog got killed by a lion yeah. or something. Yeah, man, it's so cool to watch them do what they love, but it doesn't make it better when they get hurt. Right. I feel like your dog kind of like the way you've explained it, kind of like kind of. Ducks and rolls with his little nips and bites that he gets here and there. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, he um he baited up a coyote a couple weeks or so ago, and he just couldn't get to the neck without getting bit. Mm. Um, They're fast, it, it was, probably. It was, like, backed up to, like, a briar patch. And, like, you know, he, like, pranced around, just couldn't do it, so he just baited it and waited for us. Mm. He knew what was going to happen when I show up. Yeah, he's like, dude, you're so <laughs> fucked, you don't even know. Yeah, he's like, why get bit? Yeah. Which is like some people are like, oh, your dog's got no grit. It's like, my dog's staying out of the vet, man. Like, if he stays out of the vet, that means he can hunt tomorrow. Right. right. If I got to take him and get stitched up, he can't hunt. Yeah. And then we're not hunting. Until he's healed hey, up. Your dog yeah. knows how to save your boy some money. You know, if we had some dogs to rotate in and out, like, <laughs> Great dog. that's a dog, fine. That dog's but, a cheap ass, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I, I think the shag and him kind of like put enough self preservation into him to where he doesn't just. You like, gotta, he's got to have a mix of intelligence and yeah. aggression. You're like, you know, you can be the best fighter on the planet, but like, I don't know if anybody falls fighting in here, but I might be the only dude who understands this reference. John Jones just came back and dominated heavyweight and won in like two minutes after like a three year hiatus. Then immediately after, Dylan Dennis, the biggest fighting troll on the internet, did some fake fight. Dylan Dennis is like 155 wet. And John Jones just won heavyweight in two minutes and he just made this fake fight poster. It's like, first of all, Dylan Dennis, you die. Like, you're dumb. not on that level. Like, if he was a dog, dead by lion instantly. You know what I mean? So, you gotta, you gotta, there's a scale, right? Like, mm. he ain't no rip. Is you it? don't see Conor McGregor signing up for heavyweight to fight right. John Jones. Like, Chubboy knows better. Like, he gonna get hurt. <laughs> but, dude, wh- where can people find you, man? Kind of social media, YouTube's plug, plug everything. Right? Yeah, um, YouTube is Mangy Dog TV. I've got a Mangy Dog TV Facebook page. Um, my Facebook page under my name. Instagram is my name and TikTok is my name. Joe Hartley. Joey. Joey. H A R T L E Y. Yep. Um, you got merch for sale anywhere? Yeah. Um, man, that's going to be tough because I don't know the website. Um, <laughs> well, son of a bitch. It's, uh, <laughs> can we find the website? Yeah, I've posted on the old Facebook a time or two. Facebooks? Dude. <clears throat> Jesus. And your Facebook's Mangy Dog. Yeah. Oh. how young Jacob looks there. <laughs> it's like a baby. Mangy Dog TV. I'll pull her up in a second. It's I'm not the most intelligent person in the world. <laughs> yeah, you're killing it, dude. Give yourself some credit, man. Where are we at? Um, where can we find you here? Where are we finding the merch at? Where's people buying the merch? All right, we're going. We're going to help you get your merch thing a little better. Eric's your guy. Stores 
Inksoft.com. Is this it? Yeah. Stores.inksoft.com. Go to his Facebook page. You'll find it there. And you got shirts, hats, beanies, hoodies. I like the hoodie. Support support your boys. I got the hoodie on. Yeah, that hoodie's sick. Hanging coyote. The back's the best. Go to the back. Is it rip? Oh, there's nothing on the back on this hey, one. You gotta let it load, man. <laughs> I'm wearing it. All right, hold on. I think I clicked, on, on it. I clicked on the wrong one. That one. Oh, this guy. Called? Yeah. Look at that. All right. Cool. Big, big fan. Killing it, dude. Hey, thanks for making the seven-hour drive to do the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thanks, hope it man. benefits your YouTube and people check you out because we pretty much just gawked at all your videos yeah, and the entire should. podcast. Oh, I kind of feel like you made fun of my merch a little bit. <laughs> Me? Yeah, that's, that's how I'm taking it. No, I think it's great. I love your merch. I just think we got to figure out your website better. I say your the, merch is awesome. The website is a little confusing. Eric's your guy for we, the website. Yeah, let me know. We need to work. We on do all our shipping in house. Eric is your dude to give you some tips. That way you can just right there, easy to go. That way, like mangydogtv.com. You, you need to buy your donate. There's domain a, name. I might be able to remember that. <laughs> you can remember that. Get a hold of me or joeyhartley.com. I like it. There, get your main mangy dog merch. There, ship house signed. Hey, we'll put it in the show description. Ooh, rip, paw print. Oh, there signature. you go. Little bloody paw print. Yeah, I'd be marketing that name for sure. Hey, rip yeah. needs his own. Rip needs his own T-shirt. Dude, you know the old. Uh, He's on that one, man. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> We're not attacking you, man. On your merch, we think oh. it's great. No, it is awesome, man. I hope people get on there, support it. I can put a link to this in the episode link, too, so people don't want to, like, search it, search yeah. it. They can just go there, click on it, and we're, hopefully. We're going to put an order in it. the brand. And, uh, I'll, um, I'll put that as a fresh post on the Mangy yeah. Dog and my Facebook um, cool. for you post this. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll let you know when this is yeah. going to go up and stuff. And then uh, thanks for being a fellow Huntworth brother and supporting that yep, brand as absolutely. well. Thanks um, for your service also. Thank you. Yep, yeah. Thank you. You're killing it all around, man. Anything you want to close out with or anything like that? No, man. Um, unless you just want to get me in trouble with the coyote hunters and like ask me some random questions to like start fights. <laughs> I don't know the fights, though. That's the only problem with me. I'm I don't know the fight questions. Um, What's a good one? I couldn't even make up one. I don't know. Man, like you can talk about night hunting. You can talk about like calls, sounds. This thermal cheating. Well, what's the most controversial thing in the coyote game? Is thermal cheating? Man, no, it's not. You still got to call them in, unless. So, like you do you, but if you're hunting by driving back roads, scanning out the window, that's not coyote hunting. Okay, I get that. Yeah, that's yeah. any hunting. That's window you know? shopping. Yeah. But what's the most controversial thing in coyotes? Man, oh, there's so many, like, little nitpicky battles I don't understand. Like, you get on, like, some of these pages, and, like, this dude's talking trash about that dude, and it's just like, I don't even know why we're talking That's all hunting, right dude. That's all that's, hunting. That, yeah, I mean, we that's, see, we that's see that. deer hunting, coyote hunting, rabbit hunting. I mean, everything. I think night season yeah. is so hot right now because, like, Kentucky's pretty new to it. And they just extended the summertime night season. Yeah, because ours isn't year-round. It's only a certain time, yeah. right? Which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know? For what, coyote hunting? Mm-hmm. In not, Illinois? Yeah, it's not year-round. Oh, shit. Iowa's 365. It is? Yeah. I as don't far, know. As far as I know, you can hunt coyotes any time of day, 365 in Illinois. No, it's not you true. You can't? Not, and maybe it's like during the gun seasons it's off? It's not 365, unless they changed it. Let me look. Iowa's 365 
day or night. Yeah, we just sure? added like a yeah. summertime to it, and I don't know, man. You know, good for people that like to night hunt. You're mad about it, aren't you? I'm you not mad. Some shit. It, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> if no one's hunting the farms I hunt, it's not going to matter. There you go. You so, know, like, so, Coyote, what, Illinois is year-round, 18th through the 20th of November. Jamie says it's closed during shotgun season. Jamie? <laughs> right there, Kurt. Right, see, it says Coyote right above you. Yeah, but there's five more rows of this. Hold on. Fucking gayest dude, websites, Illinois, dude. Illinois' website is the worst that I this think This isn't even Illinois' website, is it? Coyote. Year-round closed 18th through the 20th of November, so during deer season. Yeah, so it's, I, it's I thought it was only three months a year you could hunt at night, but apparently I'm wrong. You know what, dude? How about the state sites make your websites easier to find fucking information, oh, huh? Hard. But that would make it harder to write people tickets. That's right, and that's fucked <laughs> up. You're wrong. That Get together states. There's certain states that make it easier. Illinois don't know it's fucking asshole from its elbow in general. Dude, so if you want to get a turkey tag or look at like a turkey permit Sheesh. status in Illinois, you got to have a fucking doctorate degree to go through the Dude, website. You damn near got to hire rolling bones just to get you a goddamn turkey tag yeah. in Illinois. Yeah, I tried to get a turkey tag. I got so lost to read a Pornhub. That's why uh, only daytime hunt coyotes because I don't have to read any regulations. Right, you, you know, know you're legal. Like, I know I'm too dumb to understand all these complex season dates. So I'm just like, we're just coyote hunting daytime and call it a day. Hey, turns out it's easier to just stay in the lines, man. <laughs> yeah, Iowa is continuous open season, no restrictions, no limit. Let it eat. Oh, damn. You know, I will say that you Art, see. Art. You see a, a trend of a lot of these states that like have year round night seasons. You start to lose guys day hunting. Hmm. I, I do think that's sad. Like, if you want night hunt, that's cool. But it's sad to see fewer and fewer people daytime hunt. I'm telling you right now, like everyone I know that coyote hunts is nighttime. Yeah, well, think about it like this. Like, imagine if everybody quit bow hunting because they just decided to wait until gun season opened up. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's the same like, thing. Yeah, yeah. I like, get it. You can reach out and touch those deer with the rifle. It's easier in that sense. Like nighttime, you're going to call in more coyotes. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I uh, I get your point 100%. But I'm like that generic dude that's on the outside a little bit. I'm just like, man, I want to see coyote shot. Yeah, kill them all. Easy, I just want to hit the easy button. <laughs> we're, we're all around this table just like, kill them all. Kill them any way you can. I know. <laughs> but we're trying to respect Joe. <laughs> we're like, hey, we get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not against it by any means. I'm just saying, like, I know, you know I get the point you're trying to make. I think daytime is really valuable, and I I do think you will learn more to be a better coyote hunter if you can daytime hunt. It 100 percent is the same conversation we have about crossbows yep. and regular bows. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. man, it's you just just do it. Yeah, you know that's <laughs> a, that's a it. pretty hot topic, man. Um, even I know that, and I don't really deer hunt. But like my son, it's too hot. He killed a deer with a crossbow. He was nine, and I, I saw it. Like, this dude's nine years old, just waxing a deer with a crossbow. Yeah. I'm like, he couldn't do that with compound. Right, and that might be an unpopular opinion for some people, you know, and that's what we've talked about. It's like, what uh, it's it's spicy to get into. It's I like, think the big the issue line? is, like, the, the efficacy of shots taken because it's a crossbow. Yep. Yeah. Guys think that they can shoot 70 yards just because the manufacturer tells them that. Yeah, but you're not thinking about, like, the arrow flight. Right. Or bolt flight well, and all that. Well, to, to tidbit into some controversial information, <laughs> Iowa 
is potentially trying to fuck your own state, but it's all like the cons- the Raven crossbow conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, we, do we know this? This is new on the. So we we do we had a podcast going with an Iowa game warden, and that we recorded it before we knew this information. But there was like, what's Raven crossbow have twenty six hundred dollar crossbows, but they have hired someone to advocate or a couple people. I don't know the deets. It's a conspiracy. I don't know. The, I, haven't che- I, haven't, I haven't checked my facts. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. There's holes in my game. <laughs> Dan Johnson from Nine Fingers tell me this. So they hired somebody to basically push for legislation to change crossbow seasons and all that, basically to push sales for Raven crossbows or crossbows in general in Iowa. You guys just going to be another Illinois. I hate to break it to you. You guys are pretty salty for what we've been salty about all along. Sooner or later, people are just going to forget about Iowa. See, we still have a crossbow season that starts like a little bit later. Yeah, but dude, ours is um, the I same shit. Unless you have rather, like a doctor's note. I'd still rather jump See, in the Mississippi than live in Illinois. Dude, I'd rather get tapeworn through my dick hole than fucking live in Illinois. I mean, oh, wait, I do live in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> boy. But we used to have limited season like that, too. But now I think, can't you just hunt crossbow? October one, like you can. It's but if it's bow season, it's crossbow season. It's always that crossbow Iowa's? season. I don't even know to be honest with you. Yeah, that's just not nah, dog. Man, that's it's not. I don't know. I, hey, I got it pulled up. I'll look. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Doug's like, nah, that ain't it. Just confidently. Just no. confidently. I don't know, man. We could get in those arguments, but it's. Uh, I just don't feel like arguing. No, I wanted no. your argument because I'm not involved. <laughs> yeah, trying to get me in trouble. Yeah, but we we can always get in trouble. Yeah, the next time you're around, we'll get you in some trouble. But I'll I'll know oh. a little bit more about getting you in trouble, know, so man. I'll be in it with you. There's like all the petty stuff overall. It's just like daytime, nighttime, and like what equipment you use. Yeah, uh, it's not too much different than it's every hunting it's every, argument, yep. man. It's like turkey hunting. You're using this call or a decoy or a blind or not a blind, and you're using. TSS and Dave Smith's and fucking I don't think you can use you can't use electronic calls in Illinois at all I don't think for anything except for coyotes I think the big one now though that I did forget about is a uh, land like people like stepping on people's toes for oh. coyotes like yeah it's like so I've heard about some guys in some states like leasing coyote ground like paying oh dude I have never heard of that dude, absolutely man for um, real yeah and then like you know if like we're boys. And like you hunt Smith's farm, I know you hunt Smith's farm. I'm going over knocking on Smith's door, asking if I can hunt Smith's farm. And it's like, why would you do that? Hmm. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I had to watch like it's like the girl code. Yeah, when I started hunting, right? like and getting Bro serious code. and picking up land, I would take anybody that wanted to hunt. Yeah, um, you know, like I just I love calling coyotes. I don't care if you're shooting it, if you're shooting it, as long as I'm calling the coyote, I'm happy. But then I had landowners call me. It's like, hey, that guy you brought over, he came over today and like asked if he can hunt. And I won't. Mm. This dude was like fifty six years old. And I was like, homie, like. So it's like it'd be like a dude trying to hit on your girlfriend. Yeah. Breaking code, except more intense. So dudes are at least in fun more intense. Kyle, dude, Kyle. 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 Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> I'd rather he hit on my girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, if he does that, at least you're like, yeah, you know, she's pretty. Right, but, like the that's land, kind of a compliment. The land you know? was pretty, but I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild that dudes are doing that. Dudes are leasing ground for coyotes. Yeah. So what are they giving for a coyote? I don't know. Like I don't I don't think it's happening in Kentucky yet. But I know like the western states, 
Oh, and it's not happening in Illinois. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. These I know. Are doing White, whitetail leases are extremely competitive here. Bad. Coyote hunting, not so much. I honestly, like, I give guys, per, multiple guys permission to hunt a lot of my farm. Oh, they're so mad. To coyote hunt. hunt. They're so mad at you. Yeah, they probably are. So, yeah. <laughs> they're so mad at you. Oops. But, yeah, I, I, Western might be different, like, you know, yeah. Kansas and what and Western, more Western stuff, yeah. probably. Well, I guarantee you, like, all that stuff, like, comes over. Damn. You know, like I guess there's dudes leasing pig ground in Texas now. When 15 years ago, you could get paid to shoot pigs in Texas. Right. Well, hunting man sadly is becoming a rich man's sport. Yeah, we're like our own worst enemy. In so yeah, many for ways, sure. You know. Yeah, it's weird, but it's like I get that conversation. But what do we do? I'm not gonna not do what I do. No. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know what? Fucking fight me over this. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, that's it. Like I've, I'm going to say something controversial. I'm waiting, and I might regret it, and I'm probably wrong. But in the moment, since we're talking about it, if we're our own worst well, enemy, good thing is you edit this, so like you can. Nah, like, fuck that. We don't regret you know. Like, <laughs> we we can, but we don't. <laughs> Listen, we record this like it's live. I'll edit if you want me to edit something out of respect to you as a guest. But mo- I don't know if I've really edited much of what I've said, if anything, ever. Mm-mm. I don't think I have. I don't think so. So I'll say it. Adult onset hunters are to blame. You late blooming. F- I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Joking. Joking. We got spicy really quick. I'm not editing. That's for a reaction. No, I, I just wonder if some of that is to blame. Because it's like if you grow up in it and you're in it, it's more of a cultural thing. Like, meeting on Netflix, of course, is probably like, yeah. yes, it's good. We want more hunters. You know, I'm obviously joking when I say those harsh things it's to get a rise out of people. But if we really niche it down, yeah, we're maybe to blame because we're influencers. Yeah, it's just weird. What do you do? But I'm not going to do, I'm not going to not do what I do. No, but you know, you do it the right way to where you're not telling people, like, go out and do this stuff. You know? Yeah. I mean, have we got more people into hunting than not? Probably. But do we tap into more? I don't know. I think we probably do. Well, look, look like there's influencers that I think are trash for the industry. For sure. Right? Most and, are. Like, Most I, I, I want to give an example, but I can't because everybody's going to know exactly who it is. And I hate calling people out. <laughs> Vaguely. I'm just like. This tiny little fish, you know? Most influencers are but trash, Let's dude. say this, man. I'll say it. That's it, true, right? If I'm hunting public, which, like, when I moved to Kentucky, all I have is public. Mm-hmm. Like, I killed coyotes on public. And, you know, like, this piece was, like, 150 acres. Yeah. Like, I would go coyote hunt it. And there's dudes that rabbit hunted it. And I wanted to trap it. So I talked to them. And I was like, let me trap it this week. But I'll pull traps and you can run your dogs. Yeah. You know, like, I worked with them because, like, it's public. It's not mine. It's not theirs. If it's ours. It's yeah, everyone's. If you're yeah. an influencer... And you're trying to build hunting and bring people into it, and you make posts crying because you ran into someone on public land when you're out west when you've got 30,000 acres, dude, right. you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. It's right. called the public land game, and that right. is you deal with other people hunting the same stuff you hunt. If right. you can't appreciate it and like it, don't hunt public. I That's a good point. Um, I just did a podcast a few weeks ago with Eric Chester from Hushin. And uh, we kind of asked him about that. He's like, no, dude, I don't worry about that because I'm on public ground. You're going to run into people. If I run into like, somebody else, like, yeah, I was like, I, I pretty much asked him, like, you know, if he puts on a spot, people are like, I'm going to all go in there. He's just like, well, yeah, I, I get, I'm sure they're probably vague. But also it's like it's public. 
You Any, know that anyone thing? can go there. If you f- die on the sword of I'm a public land guy, and you're a, an influencer, I think this is the point you're probably getting at. I'm Mr. Public Land Buck Killer, Ugh, falling on that sword. Oh, got me. And then you're mad when you run into other dudes hunting your public land. It's like, yo, bitch, you told him to go there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, you're advertising what you're doing on public land, but you get mad. Hey, you know what? When someone does it on public Chaboy's land. boys hunting private land farms. Suck my ass, and I'll hunt deer there every year. Find your own fucking permission. You're going to get mad at me? Fuck you. You keep bitching over your 115s. Am I right, Austin? Bring it in. Hey, I'm coming in. Your boy's worked up. Fuck you, Doug. (laughs) You're looking at me all wrong. You're going to get it, too. I hit you with a high noon. And it's empty. Yeah, kiss his ass. Yeah, kiss my ass, Doug. Kiss his ass. Do it. Looking at me all dumb with your mustache. (laughs) Don't call the mustache dumb. Uh, Sorry, I respect it all. Hey, I'm sorry I said that. My bad. I'll that's let it slide. That thing's dumb. Hey, Chipoy just high fence game farmed you for the next show. What's up? <laughs> high fence gang. I'll die on that hill. I'll die on that sword. Did you see the... Uh, <laughs> I did a post for uh, Ask Us Anything Road Trip Podcast. Did you? See, and I did our trailer. Yeah. Did you see the graphic? So it's a podcast that we have not recorded yet as the time of this recording, but we're doing a road trip to the Ohio show next How week. How savage are the questions? Oh, they're pretty bad, but what I did is I made a graphic of our trailer and put, it's just me, Doug, and our buddy Lee going, and I put our faces on it, but on the back, I added a bunch of little treasures in it. It said, uh, private land is cheating (laughs) in the back corner. Just because no one has caught it, I don't think. I guess I haven't checked. I'm going and go, I didn't see all the treasures in yeah, there. I, have to look at I it. threw. There's some aliens in it. There's Bigfoot. There's a giraffe. There's a buck. There's a bunch of stuff in it. But yeah, on the back, I put like a bumper sticker on the truck. It says "Private Land is cheating." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Chiboy, I, I say things to get a rise out of people. Like obviously, because it does. But I think most people find it funny, like I do. But also. It's like, yeah, the influencer game is like we're we can be our own worst enemy, for sure. But I will say, dude, like we had Brandon Burquist on the game warden. I made a joke about like he was like getting people into hunting, and I made a joke, and you guys all left me treading in fucking black waters. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, but like I'll take my friend hunting once, but fuck them, dude. I ain't fucking holding their hand. They're adults. <laughs> We've got and enough no, people, <laughs> and I was like, we got enough hunters out there. We don't need any more. And nobody gave me nothing because <laughs> we're like, I'm out here crickets. just shredding, and there's great whites swimming around me, dude. We're in the boat hanging. I can hear the meat eater crew just nipping <laughs> no. at my feet, and I'm like, nope, you got you, nope. got you got Kip chasing you. I got <laughs> a rip, rip. I'm like, oh no, I made a bad Anyone joke. <laughs> I'm like, we don't need any more hunters. We got enough. I'm out there, and you guys are just like. like I'm not getting <laughs> drinking <laughs> beer. Sorry, Kurt, I was taking a drink when you said that. We like turn away from it. Yeah. But honestly, hey. we're not with him. It's a joke, man. I say shit to get a rise out of people. <laughs> and uh, it's better I do it than don't do it because that's why this pod, that's why you tune into this damn show and you know it, Doug. <laughs> they don't turn in to hear your mustache bristle across the top of the mic. <laughs> or maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe the ladies do. I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I said what I said. I don't regret it. Oops. Don't hit the oops button. I meant it. Maybe not the faggot part. That was a joke. That I felt kind of bad about that. But there, oops, you. But also, if you're offended by that, then then I meant it. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> digging deeper. <laughs> you already fell on the sword. You're like, <laughs> I like how you committed to it, dude. You can't. You got to right. 
Yeah. I feel like you're, you'd respect that. I like it. I do respect the whole time. You're just so honest, man. Oh, yeah. That's a quality. I don't, I don't even know what I would lie about. Well, it was just like, you know, you could have like made up some bullshit stats on the fly, but you just shot, shot straight. There's going to be some dude in his basement like hitting Google up. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. That's not a lot of our listeners, though. Most of our guys are welding or driving. They're working. They don't got time to fucking be dumb about stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say something else. There's too many positives between working Dude. and welding and your brain's just I was thinking I was like, don't go there. There's too nope. many there's too much pause in between. I'm like, okay, where's the next one? That's offensive. <laughs> Dumb is what I went with. I grew up saying gay my whole life, dude, and I don't mean anything by it. Who didn't? I watched South Park as a kid. You know? <laughs> so we all did, right? Yeah. How did how did a generation that grew up on South Park become so soft? No idea. It's a good question. What well, happened? Lack of a positive masculine male role model. That is pr- that honestly. That's what we should close on because I think that's exactly what it is. Need more Sam Elliotts in our life. I don't even know who that is. I'd probably just say Dad. You do more Dad. If you've seen him, you would. Sam Elliott is my Sam Elliott Roadhouse. Like a big mustache. Roadhouse. Big mustache guy. Okay. I know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah, I do know. Yep. Should we get the hell out of here, man? Thank you. Yeah. No, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Man, I don't, I don't TV? really like, enjoy coming to Illinois. Pet rip. <laughs> no. Um, Pet rip for not me. a fan of the gun laws at all. Hey, but, neither are we. You know, you picked the worst state in the entire country to live in. <laughs> I was born here. <laughs> I there, are, <laughs> there are big deer. That's why we stay. There's big deer in so many states with good gun laws. Listen here. That's Chicago, Illinois. We're in Illinois. We're just governed by that. We're in the Republican part of Illinois. Mm-hmm. So just we're trying, all right? We're putting up the good fight as we can. Trying Kurt, to bring Kurt's treading again. God damn it. Get all these gays. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring me down. He's trying to bring me down. I'm over here trying to just live my life. All right, we got to get out of here before I fucking yeah, re- really cancel us. <laughs> All right. Thank you, man, for coming in. Yep. Appreciate you. This Thanks, made man. your podcast memorable. I promise it'll do well. Thanks, brother. All right, you know what to do. Uh, don't do whatever I just did. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Peace. Listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.